Tiger, a little background. I don't know if you're aware, but they are a nonprofit. So five five five. Yeah, I knew that. Is, okay. Yep. So totally nonprofit, um, and so on. And so we're going to get into your story. Where I'd like to go with this, and then you can, if there's certain things that you want to hit on, tell me. You right. know, like let's so we can segue into them or whatever. But I've also listened to other podcasts you've been on, and you're you speak very well. So I think no, but thanks, I'm, I'm, man. What a nice compliment that was. It wasn't Did you get a that compliment. on tape. Are we recording? Just, I speak very well. <laughs> And speak into the microphone. I have to speak into the microphone because I speak so well. I'm going to sit on the edge of my seat. Um, but I, I just want to. doesn't move anymore. You I got, I got that much more. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. You can just, you know, pull it out. And just start rocking a mic. Like, oh, the slap you want. The motherfucking Foreman, bitches. Fucking live. Hey guys, we always want to talk about the sponsors that hook us up, and uh, tonight is uh, on the podcast is no different. And tonight, I want to talk about Taylor's Tins. Taylor, you're a rock star, brother. If you don't know who Taylor is by now, pay attention to social media. This guy is pushing it out on Instagram and Facebook, and he's doing incredible things. Stop burning up your leather. Taylor is making aluminum tin helmet shields, and he's killing it. Totally custom. Everything from classic to traditional, the L.A. style, indie, Boston, Metro, the Detroit, and the list goes on and on. Any style shield you want, he's doing it. He's cutting it out of aluminum and making it happen. A couple things about his tins, and I just want to hit on it real quick. Deconning, right? Leather absorbs, right? Decon on his aluminum. You wipe and go. It's non-porous material. Quick cleanup. Think about it. If you're a fire instructor and you're doing multiple burns a week, get rid of the leather shield and go with an aluminum front. You can wipe it down. It doesn't shrink. It doesn't dry out. It's a home run. Locker tags and his T-chains. Not keychains, T-chains, even though they are keychains. He's cute that way. But Taylor's doing incredible things, and he's a huge supporter of National Fire Radio from day one. All of our guests on the podcast get a Taylor's tin, and we put their name on it, and I'm proud to hand those out. And Taylor has been supporting us from day one, and we support him right back. So if you're not familiar with who he is, go check him out. Taylor's Tins on Instagram and on Facebook. He's got his own website as well, but hit him up on Facebook. Believe it or not, he does most of his business over Facebook Messenger, and from start to finish, he can get you a tin in under a week. This guy is doing incredible things, but he's getting busier and busier. So if you're interested, reach out to him. Get in touch with Taylor on Facebook. He'll design completely customizable, 100%, whatever logo, name, design you want. He's the man for the job. Taylor's Tins on Instagram and on Facebook. Give him a look. Taylor, you the man. Thanks for all the support at National Fire Radio. Everybody listening to our podcast, check him out, man. He's a home run. That was good. I want to buy one another one. We are blessed at National Fire Radio to have the best sponsors in the market. First in emergency products, Ryan Dodd and company here. These guys are rock stars. Let's talk about them real quick. First in emergency products, they're on Instagram and, and Facebook, and you can find them there, and we'll hit their handles out there and so on. But these guys have supported us from day one as well, and now we are fortunate enough that the National Fire Radio Studios are located in First in Emergency Products headquarters here in New Jersey. 
Ryan Da, the, uh, the operator of the company here, is a dear friend, and he gave us space here so that we can grow and put out the content that we're doing, and I can't thank him enough and the company. Larry Cohan, these are all guys that just, they're rock stars. They support us 110%, and they've been a sponsor of ours from day one, and so we want to talk about their product, and we want to talk about the upfitting and the custom cabinetry and consoles they build for command vehicles, chiefs vehicles, police vehicles, EMS, OEM, you name it. These guys are a custom upfitter who makes custom cabinetry and consoles. I think one of the cool things about it too is when you told me the studio was going to be here, I kind of like rolled my eyes a little bit. But when I got here to see and come into this shop and see the dedication and the work that these guys do and the customization, it's not just some shop that's pumping out vehicles as fast as they can. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's like, there's some pride and ownership in what they do and you can see it when the employees. There's no cookie cutter. This is a hundred percent custom shop. People come in here from the fire chief on down and they get the design, the command vehicles they want. They do vehicles for the West coast, for the East coast and everything in between. They have some cabinets. I just saw them. They have some cabinets going to the West Coast in California that have trifold flat screens that come out, fold up, and flip down with sun, like a sun glare visor on them. They're incredible. It's over the top, but the they're only limited by your imagination. Different parts of the country, as we know, operate differently, and so you can design your command vehicle for accountability, for firefighting, for rescue. You name it, they do it. Totally customizable. And I think what's super cool is today they have this new product called the Gear Safe, which is a containment system for your chief vehicles, command vehicles, and so on, right? Fire vehicles, squads, you name it, utilities, and so on. But I think what's cool about it, Rob, and we were talking about it before, is that especially in the volunteer sector, a lot of chiefs have the ability to have their families. They're driving these cars 24 hours a day in their local community. And when you're putting your family, not just putting yourself at harm, but when you're putting your family and your children in that vehicle with you to respond at a moment's notice, but you have contaminated gear in the back, that causes alarm. That causes some concern. And so the initiative of the clean cab concept, this is right in line with that. This is the ability to contain your dirty gear after the fire to get back to the firehouse so you can do proper decon. Their gear safe is an absolute home run. And I suggest you all check it out. First in emergency products, They're on Instagram and Facebook. Ryan and Larry are doing great things here. They have an incredible staff, and I can't thank them enough for having National Fire Radio under the roof in their building. And big things are to come for them and for us. And so a lot more to come on First Emergency Products. Thanks for checking them out. Go to their social. Give them a like. Tell them we sent you over there. They're good friends, stand-up firefighters in the business, and they support National Fire Radio 110%. Guys, check out the podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Have a good night. Enjoy. That day, it's, it's a, non-profit. a non-profit. That's what it's all about. You the non-profit. Haze, right? uh, yeah, that's what that was. It's, it's a non-profit, non-profit man. You're allowed to from? go meet people's. These hazies yeah. are. Uh, they're good. They uh, are good. Brewdog. I don't know where the fuck. New England somewhere. I don't know. Maybe not. It's just a New England hop. New England Patriot of beer. So it's probably uh, my get. Yeah, well, but no. it doesn't. But doesn't, it's a New England IPA, so it could be anywhere. It doesn't uh, taste like a New England style IPA though, because they're drink, usually fruity. This is a this is a popular one. I drink this one quite often. I like that one. It's quite right. tasty. These are milkshakes, if anyone. Robert asks. Paparo. 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 <laughs> Paparo. Right, cool. I'll um, just correct you. So we'll Paparo. just dive into it, and then I know you and I were talking the other day. Like we do want to, like I don't want just your story. I want to talk about it's, fire service yeah. storytelling. Fitness. So I'm going to talk you. about my struggles with being, uh, you know, we'll dive into it all. My Trust anorexia. Me. Your anorexia is bad. Right. You, so, I mean, you should have okay. seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. 
terrible. Do you have a transformation post? Win, man. 50 people registered for the Brute Force Mile already since noon. Fucking A. Look at you go. Oh, dude, I'm all over the place, man. This thing, I'm like, I mean, yours has got to light up, but mine is nonstop. Non-fucking-stop. Like, Seb, I, I really you, should do this. Seb, can you snap a couple pictures of us sitting here and just oh, yeah. post it up that we're here and... Oh, yeah. I already okay. did that. I know. I already posted up that I'm here with the cardboard sign. The cardboard... Oh, outside? outside. Fucking yeah, get fuck it, right? I love it. I have that sign finished, too. We just have to get it. Dan Schultz, that uh, old engine company, Seven. Oh, fuck he did. He's, dude. Yeah, that one. He did that he one. He did right? that one for me. He did one for he, me? Yeah. Bro, he's like, I need your address. I made a sign for you. This is going back, too. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my old house. This is... And I'm like, who are you? And he yeah, was that like, that seems like the guy he is. Yeah, right? That's exactly yeah. And that's when you? we went to his house. He seemed yeah. like he yeah. was. Exactly. I'm like, we should talk a little bit about that too. Yeah. Who are you? Like, yeah. again, social media influencer, social media. For, so I, I tell a story about social media for good, right? Because there was a while in the fire service where like, social media, bad. Don't do it. Without a doubt. Blah, blah, blah. But if you do social media for good and Dan Schultz, next thing I'm like, here's my, yeah. here's my address. And like a week later, it's two times the size of that one. I have, and I didn't ask the dude. I didn't the one anything he, with the that. One I think it was like number four or five that he made. The one he's doing outside from, or he did it already. He did, I, I sent him a video, I was here one night, and I'm like, fuck, I need a sign. So I sent him a quick video. I'm like, hey, Dan, I need a sign, brother. Help a brother out, right? And he's become a good friend, and he's good friends with Rob. He lives up in you know, Dutchess County area where Rob is, so he knows Rob pretty well. So he, he has his daughter a week later send me back a video. And she's like, hey, Jeremy, I made your sign. <laughs> right? And then it's a fucking eight-foot. Holy shit. He made shit. an eight-foot sign wow. for us to go on the outside of this place. We just haven't gotten it yet. Dude, I mean. I, yeah. I want to get him down here. That's the thing. I've never met the guy. You know, that, that bar that we jumped into was kind of cool. We should go back up there. That's a whole nother like, story. All right, listen, listen, we're telling all these great stories. Let's go. <laughs> we got to roll. <laughs> we should be doing it live. <laughs> it's stupid. When the fitness guy comes, you tell stories Absolutely. about bars. Absolutely. I think so. I think you're absolutely right, Seb. All right, cool. You ready to roll? We've been I know. We, we it's already there. So do we, so we should right, have so a clap, though. No, no. Because Rob's no, not, not I'm sick and tired of Rob's right. claps. No, no, also, clap. on Rob's no, no clap. Yeah, you know There's what? No Rob's clap. not here tonight. No claps. Rob's not here. Yeah. No clap. Damn. I'm, I only go See, on the but, clap, though, because yeah, I'm now, a professional. But now you know who's got the clap, right? Rob's got the clap, yeah. Why isn't Rob here tonight, by the way? Working. BS excuse. Me. This is <laughs> such a BS. This is, so this right. is our this is our constant battle. I think I don't so even think we're gonna. I don't even think we're doing a formal. We're just gonna start. Here we we're go. just going rolling. Roll. So it. here's here's it's like everybody knows us already. Anyway, here's the right? deal. Like right? if you don't know us, just turn it off. Yeah. Are you okay <laughs> if we go live simple. by the way with this? Yeah, dude. I want to okay. go. I'm gonna. You go live go. for a little while. You don't have to do the whole thing. Yeah, batteries kind of low. You want to do it on my phone? Yeah, you can. I have three different accounts. Just watch for um. Just watch for the nudes. Look at what time it is. Look at what time it is. Look at it. Get it on camera. Time, five, time. Five, 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 right there. Get that on camera. It's five, 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 and we're going right live. Now, yeah. Five, 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 pow. It, it's, it, it, dude. Triple five. I five, five, five. It's meant to be. I can't even tell you, and I can tell you, and we'll talk about this a little bit tonight, but since I got involved with five, 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 how amazing my life has become. And I have a quote that I can pull up if you want to hear. I went to fitness summer camp for Memorial Day weekend with the company that does my programming uh, through Brute Force. They're called Street Parking. And they're these two amazing people. Uh, they're married couple, Miranda and Julian, and they were both elite level CrossFitters, right? And they both went to the CrossFit games, but they decided they wanted to help other people. So you go to this camp, everything is done online. All the programming is online. They have these amazing online community of like the most supportive people I've ever met in my life. 
and it's helped me with fitness because you know I work out in my garage gym. I'm yeah. not a member of a, a, right, a right, box right. or anything, right? So we go to their fitness summer camp this weekend and have a blast up there doing brute force work. I was watching people's kids while they were competing in these things that I just met or I've met online. But Miranda said this at the closing ceremony. She said, things got good for me when I stopped trying to impress people and started trying to help people. Love it. Yeah. And you think about that and as someone from fitness, you know, and they were competitors and they're competitive athletes. Sure. And, and part of that is impressing, but she took all that energy and went to helping people. And I think about that with 555 and I'm like, all we wanted to do was help some people and, and look at where we've got to. I mean, National Fire Radio, I'm here. So excited. <laughs> I, I'm so giddy. Oh yeah, you excited. made it, man. You really made it being uh, here. But, but, but that quote, man, my head yeah. was like, oh my God. Look, it's I right stopped there. trying right to impress people and started trying to help people. Amen, brother. So like, think about solid I, brothers doing solid absolutely. things. All I mean, you and I talk about. And listen, and as corny as like that saying is, which represents us, and it's corny, it's sticky, but that's the whole intent of it, right? Like it's light, but it gets to the message, yeah. right? Solid brothers doing solid brother things is very simply this: be a stand-up brother and do the right thing. And and Pip, like, so here we are, man. We hopped in. Thank you for joining us You're tonight. Welcome. This Thank is, you for having. That me. is a fantastic way to segue into this whole episode. And. We are honored to have you in here you. and what you guys do at 555 Fitness with Brute Force. And we're going to get into all this. We're going to get the backstory and so on. But thanks for joining us, brother. Dude, I'm so happy to be in here. We, this has been yeah, long time so in since, the making. So since Nashville officially, when I, when, I, when I walked up to Jeremy and told him he had a she shed and I wanted to come oh, to this it. Little, this little man. So let, let's talk about this real quick. Right? Man. Nobody yeah, does that. That's good. Napoleon complex. I get oh, it. But I, here we Napoleon go. Napoleon was tall, bro. We're, Wow, dude. He was like 5'7". Was he really? Nobody knows that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that. Well, all right. Well, let's so move on. Everyone knows that. He kept his hand Look in his shirt. Look it up. Google it. Google I got an idea. Let's Google not point it. out my uh, knowledge it. of history Google and we just Everyone move on knows right that. Now, right? It's Every, just a false Everyone, not Actually, me. Actually, it's short people get angry about that. But anyway. They had a song about that. Short people. There are lots of them. I wish I was a little bit taller in my high school yearbook. We go rolling into Nashville and this was pretty early on for us. And so I didn't really know like what kind of reception, what we were going to do. Like I had no idea. Like this is... What what we're doing is like that was your first show, right? It was Nashville, basically, yes. yeah. yeah. Yep. And I was like, we're just gonna go, and we're just gonna walk it, and we're gonna look at. Uh, basically, we we're there to make some contacts, look at some apparatus, eat some and, chicken, eat some chicken. Eat some in, chicken. In the and, industry, you call it suitcasing, it, by the way, suitcasing or backpacking the show. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not there. That's in the I'm industry, we're not industry know how. I'm not there yet. I'll give you the lingo, man. Thank I, I've done it before too. Because we do that. carry backpacks. I did. I did it. New York State Fire Chiefs. We did it one time. Time we did it. Are you going here? This year, no, it's it's bad timing. Bad timing this okay. year for me. Sorry. So no, that's all right. <laughs> this but I want to. I want to bring this. Happen. We're gonna I, no, 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 no. This is well. It's good. I mean, it's it's real. I mean, it, it is. It and is. that's the thing. Like you. So you and I, we met in Nashville. I think we even talked before that or something. Or we A little knew who bit each like other it. were obviously. But but anyway, so we're walking through Nashville and. Um, and I hear this guy like making fun of me, but I couldn't see him because there was a crowd and he was, he was standing behind. No, I'm kidding. But he's like, Hey, Jeremy, but ba, ba, ba. like now we have a mutual friend, Ryan Pennington, yep. jumpsy views. We'll give him a little shout. Oh, um, Ryan's a fantastic guy. And he's, he's really done some good things for the fire service too on social and with his classes and so on. And so I know he and Pip have done a bunch of podcasts together. You guys yes. are friends outside of everything. And we are too. Ryan and I have become, uh, you know, acquaintances. It's a bromance. And, and it's, it's, it's like a bromance. A little, you little you bromance. may have replaced me in his life. Actually. I don't think so. Oh, it, it may have happened. I'm just saying he goes from one extreme to the other. Brother, so that's, that's that's worst weird. case of firefighter. Yeah. ADD I've ever dealt with. Yeah. We're, uh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah well, so and I said it live. It's 
Pennington. We're on live. Yeah, and he knows it. And Pennington, we're going to do the Ryan Pennington hour later where we just talk about you. I can do it, man. Where I'm going with this was very simply this. Um, you know, big personalities, uh, to hit it off and make an impression, you got you to gotta hit it pretty hard. And this guy <laughs> comes up to me, and he just starts busting my nuts, man. Like, busting my balls. And I'm like, shit, and I'm like, I know this guy. I see him bouncing around on Instagram and so on. But I'm like, who? Just out of nowhere, right? Left field. And so we actually, um, we hit it off pretty well. And then yeah. since then, we've been... Uh, talking and uh, and so on, and this has been in the makings for a couple months now. I mean, we've months. been trying to. Get I mean, months. We've been trying to get dates coordinated right. yeah. and just right. times, and we had kind of one, and then something happened, and and yeah, it's it's the life. But it's yeah. it is, and but I know how super busy you are. Um, you know, our we're busy, but you, I mean, with no, but with your platform, you travel a lot. I do, and five 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 outside of being a career. Fire boss. I mean, you're a boss, right? You're the foreman. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> lieutenant. I'm a lieutenant. The city of New Brunswick. So, that's good. I just threw that in there for all I, your buddies. I did because it's a good joke for, yeah, for right. those of you that know about being a foreman. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so you travel a lot. And yeah. so why don't we just, I, I mean, we ended up here kind of by accident. You ended up here probably kind of. Totally by accident. Right. Totally. So, never saw it coming. Never anything. So give us a little backstory, brother. Give me the story of, the of story. Uh, like Robert how, Paparo. How'd you Paparo. start? Paparo. Paparo. <laughs> Paparo. And how did you get interested in the fire service? I mean, ah, well, that's, that's an easy one. You know, it all started October 30th, 1978. If you really want to hear it all. Just lay it <laughs> go, for you see? now, right? I could do it. Like, I'm, do it. Tell yeah. me I'm a good talker. So. I want to yeah. hear it. Let's now, do it. So, so my dad was on a job. Nice. I am second generation New Brunswick firefighter. Uh, my dad did 25 years with the city of New Brunswick, retired nice. as our director, um, and he currently has 26 and a half years out. Wow. So as a career firefighter, he's that's the goal. He's got a whole life now. That's the whole, he's got a whole life, and he's out longer than he's in. And that's incredible. I remind that's him cool. of this constantly, that his yeah. check that comes every month, it comes because I go to work. So if I didn't go to well, work, you wouldn't that check. Nice. Like, just nice. saying, I like Russ. That. Like, I like that. But uh, Russ... I call my dad Russ, which is really weird, but it's because he comes to the firehouse to bust people's balls, to be Russ. Still. Still, oh, oh yeah, he's going through. Um, he, so it's kind of weird. I guess I'm, I'm going to get a little more personal here, but my, my parents currently, they just sold their house in New Brunswick, and we're moving them on Sunday. But he lives a half a mile from where I work. Wow. And that's where he lived his that entire childhood. Life. My childhood, childhood home. home it's where he grew sad. up too? No, not where oh, he okay. grew up. He grew up in New Brunswick, not gotcha. in that house. But gotcha. my parents have lived there for 57 years. So wow. you so you have got really deep roots in the community that you've been a firefighter now. Yeah. How many years have you been on the job? 16. 16 years. So yeah. you've been serving in a town that you know very, very well. I grew I mean, up there. Did you yeah. guys serve together? We did not. No, no, no. He was he was long retired. Twenty six years I was retired. Do the math, but uh, and and if you're if you're watching at home, I was the surprise baby. Whoops! In my or when you get older, you realize that the word yeah, whoops yeah, is yeah, what yeah. you really were. Yeah, right. But you know, I was uh, my my father's like you're the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I'm like, no, you know, that's not the case. I gave him more gray hairs than my older siblings ever. I did. I absolutely believe that. Um, I can but, see that. But yeah, you know, I I grew up kind of always, you know, you you. you you look at your dad going to work and the guys he works with and, you know, running around the firehouse like a little kid. He was on the car, so I'd go to work with him. You right. know what I mean? Or he'd pick me up at home right. and we'd drive around. You know, those were in the days prior to seat belts or car seats or sure. anything like Absolutely. that. All safety was out the window, right? Um, but I didn't know it was going to be for me, let's say, until like mid-high school. I was trying to figure it all out. I became a volunteer EMT at 16. I started an EMS. Because New Brunswick is a fully career, fully career. department, right? Yep, so there's career. no opportunity for you within your 
city limits to be yeah. a volunteer fireman. Volunteer fireman at EMS, New Brunswick is a 100% career. 100% career, okay. Yeah. So I went to the town next to us, North Brunswick, and, and started in EMS. Gotcha. Just to, I don't know, I thought it was different. You right. know what I mean? And at 16, you could become an EMT. Mm-hmm. You know, to do a volunteer firefighter thing, you were like a nothing. You were know, mm-hmm. like a kid that picked up the hose, I guess, which right. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to try something else. And I really got into EMS and doing that. And then I got a job at 19 in EMS. And uh, after working EMS a little bit, quickly realized, though, that it was not the path I wanted to continue <laughs> on in life. That there were some better places to go. Um, so the New Brunswick fire test was coming, but this, that was like when the state was in flux. They couldn't figure out what they were going to do with a test right. or this, that, the other thing. Now, was that a state test or was that a state test? test? Yeah, yeah. runs like civil service. Um, so I started testing around the country. So anywhere that was having a test that I could get into, I tried. It's awesome. Um, so I went west, I went south, I went midwestern, whatever you want to call that place in middle, those middle states there in America. Um, I went up to Boston and that's kind of I realized through EMS that fitness was important to me. Like I had to be strong because there are two man stretchers and, you know, stair chairs and things. But when I went to the Boston test, the guy in front of me, and it's just like a cruel joke, was like 6'10". Oh, God. The guy behind me was like 6'11". Like, <laughs> I, I, whatever they were, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, and, 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 yeah, and when you're super short, tall people feel like they need to, like, when they talk to you, they lean over you and, and duck down oh, like you're a gosh. child. Like, oh, my gosh. And the guys running the test were just... Living it up, dying, right? killing me. Killing oh. me. Like, it didn't help that I was from New Jersey, and right. I was, yeah. I'm New Jersey born and bred. Like, if you like, I was, I didn't even care that I was testing for their department at this point. Oh, I love but it. I it, love was, it. it was also kind of that like aha moment at. So I was 21 when this happened. Yeah, I was 21 because we definitely went to a bar after the test, so or legally went to a well, bar, you, I should you know, say, or I illegally. Get it. But 2021, where I was like, man, what if that dude went down in a fire? Yeah. You know, like I, I gotta get him out. You know, right. that, that's what he's depending on me, whoever right. this guy was. And I didn't get hired by Boston, obviously. You couldn't see that because I'm here, not there. Um, but it was that moment that I'm like, damn, fitness is important. And that was a big thing for me. So I kept testing, kept testing, and eventually got hired in my hometown. That's yeah, great. That's cool. You know, which is, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and you don't even realize it at the time. And my dad told me, you know, 16 years ago, keep a journal, Robbie, because that's what they call me in my family. Okay. Because yeah. we would all look for Pip if you said that. Right. Um, you know, you don't listen to your dad ever. Kids, listen to your dad. I'm a dad now. Listen to your dad, kids. But to think about those 16 years, the things that I've seen and done. Without a doubt. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so through that, you know, I was doing the fire thing and we had some bad things happen in New Brunswick, lost a couple guys. Um, I was involved with, with, with Kevin Apuzio and what happened yep. to him in Franklin. And I knew Kevin yeah. beforehand. Um, started having some issues uh, kind of mentally and, and kind of, you know. Were you at that fire? I was at that fire. You were? Yeah. Um, yep. Wow. It was a very bad morning. Um, it was the easiest. Yeah. I mean, I, and, you know, we, I, I have to just remiss real quick. I mean, we, we reach out. I mean, our platforms across the country. And if you're not familiar with the fire, it was East Franklin, right? Yes. East Franklin. Which is in Franklin Township. Okay. Okay. Somerset. Um, Kevin Apuzio was a young firefighter who did everything right, but the situation just went wrong. Situation went wrong. A lot of things went against them that morning. Right. And And I, and I think, um, you know, being a New Jersey guy, all of us being New Jersey guys, that, that fire stands out out of a lot of line of duty deaths. That's one, because it was very close to home. It was a squared away volunteer department that yeah, absolutely absolutely um, operates the way they should. 
You know, it, it's not one of these uh, backwoods departments where things are questionable. I mean, they, yeah. you know, and, and not only that, but even the NIOSH report, because I remember like, I remember when it happened, I remember um, following up on the reports afterwards and understanding what went wrong. Um, and plain and simple, they went in to make a grab and they were on their way out huh. and the floor went out beneath them. And, uh, you know, it's it just, it's one of those things where you do everything right, yet it's still a dangerous job and things went wrong. And things, um, went, things went very wrong. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention that anybody listening or following, if you're not familiar with that fire, I would suggest taking a, a you know, the 10, 15 minutes and read that NIOSH report yeah. and just go yeah. over it and, um, you know, and, and, uh, and so on. Cause I think it's a good read and, and, I, and you can learn from it, you know, yeah. as, being, as being someone that was right. there, you know, there were definitely not everything got done right. And they learned from it. I learned from it. You know, I was a young firefighter at the time when that happened. Um, and I was also a volunteer at East Franklin prior to uh, oh, being hired by New Brunswick. Yeah. Oh, wow. I worked okay. with Kevin at Rutgers Emergency Services. Oh, my gosh. Um, there's okay. a lot of ties in there. Uh, yeah, just yeah, just yeah. so happened I was working that day. And wow. just, just so happened to be that I was the guy that, that was pulling them out, you know, later oh, on wow. that morning. Okay. Um, but so I started mentally kind of checking out yeah. a little bit, let's say. Um, and, and doing a little too much drinking um, to, was, to, to hide Was there that anything thing. that helped you or anybody that helped you? Did you get mentoring at that point? Or? So, you know, I, I did the EAP thing, but that was just the EAP thing. And it, it, it was what it was at that time. Remember, we're, we're talking 13 years ago now, 14 years 12, ago or yeah. so. or 12, right, right in there. I mean, I'm, I'm always bad with dates. Yep. Um, but, you know, it, it wasn't what it is today. Let's right. put it that way. Right. And the person who helped me through that was my wife, Tracy, wow. um, where she was like, you need to figure this out. Or Are I'm you not. married then? Yes. Okay. No, it's been bad if I said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, Wait, you put me on the spot. As a fellow Sebi, brother, Sebi, I just totally Sebi, put you on the spot. Out, yeah. edit, edit that out, Sebi. Edit that whole part out. It's got to go. <laughs> That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> edit that yeah, out, but please. I mean, but but yeah. it makes... So she, it was like the slap in the face, right? Yeah. Because if she didn't slap me in the face, I don't think... I think... So the thing is with that, though, and, and with me, most people didn't know that. It hadn't been like I wasn't like already drinking, you know what I mean? Like, right. or like, or anything yeah. like, like nothing changed. You couldn't tell at work or anything like that. Right. Like there was no, I wasn't going to work intoxicated right. or anything like that. Right. But I was drinking in excess way more than I had been um, and should be. Yeah. And I was using that to kind of mask it. Yep. Um, and so through getting some help on my own, Good. Um, that kind of led me to running and using replacing one addiction with another. Okay. And if you right. see that in the fitness world, there are a boatload of fitness people and serious runners that were addicts in the past and they replaced that addiction with that. Yeah. Um, and we were doing a 5K for Jimmy D who passed away in New Brunswick, Deputy Chief Hearn. So I got on that race committee and I was running every weekend. I yeah. mean, like this area up here, I ran races every weekend in towns up here. Oh, really? But it's really hilly up here, so I didn't. Yeah. I started going south. <laughs> you went by the shore. There's not a lot of hills. Yeah, right. That's pretty flat. Hills, man. Hills. There was yeah. a St. Patrick's Day one, I think, in like Morristown. And I'm like, you like? They're like, there's just a little hill at about mile one when you make a right. Yeah. Like I remember, like, like making a right, right and stopping like, and being oh like, oh my god. I'm like, are you kidding me? A yeah. little hill? Like everything yeah. stopping. Oh man. Um, so that kind of got me launched into fitness, like for real, like as as doing it. You know what I mean? Um, never thought I would be where I am in the fitness world. Yeah, so wh let's hop into that. So, I mean, you know, it, it's really, uh, I mean, just to hear this backstory, because I didn't know any of this about you. You know, I mean, you and I don't know each other. We don't know each other that well. I mean, we know. We met online. We, shh, oh, boy, slight, slight. a dating service. But, you know, to hear that backstory really puts a lot of things in perspective of, like, how this kind of, 
put you to the position you're in now, yeah. right? I mean, so when we talk about um, five 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 fitness, you kind of fell into that. I mean, it wasn't For right. Sure. Totally, so, totally fell in. Why don't it, we man. talk about it? Because I mean, that's really. I mean, you know, you have an impeccable career in the fire service. Um, you're a lieutenant in a in a stand up career department, and you're widely respected by your peers. And there's a lot of guys across this country that respect you, not just as a fireman, but also somebody that's taking the lead in fitness in the fire service. And I think that the reason why we're hooked up here today is really to talk about that. We want to get your platform out there. It's a nonprofit. Yes, sir. I mean, we got to talk about these things yeah, because yeah. those are. Those to me are the important things that um, that everybody needs to hear about. And um, so, give me a little background, man. How did we fall into five five five? I fell into it. It's the easiest way to put it, right? right. But so, um, so with the Jimmy D five K, um, I was doing CrossFit at the time, like right. pretty, like I drank the Kool Aid, the CrossFit. Kool-Aid. How long ago is this now? Ten uh, years? No, no, no. Six five 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 has been around six years. Okay. Uh, April 29th. Crazy thing. So, so I did not start five five five. A captain in Fort Worth, Texas, started it on right. April 29th. April 29th is my father's birthday. Huh. This is crazy. Random, right? Just random. Crazy. We started this podcast tonight at 5.55, by the way. Yeah, so not, random, uh, not intentionally. Yeah. Random. I, yeah. I mean, I've it, been here since like 5.05. Right, right, right. Seth's right. been cleaning all day. Yeah, this poor guy. Like, you know, poor guy. Just And then there's no air conditioning. I'm just gonna no, no, we're outside. good now. It's nice and cool in here. It's so cool in here. It's not even funny. Once he starts talking, the wind, the wind just, just blows that wow. way. Oh, wow. There it is. <laughs> Poor Semi behind the camera, right? That was, that was a kidney shot. But yeah, so he started this Facebook page, you know, six years ago. Facebook pages were very new. Sure. And the reason he started it was because he was really tired of seeing the fire service doing nothing about the leading killer being cardiac related disease. Right. So the past 15 years, cardiac related disease has been the leading killer of fire. Number one. Mm-hmm. Now, we can sit here and argue about PTSD and cancer and all this, but if we look at what is recognized right now, that is it. And we'll talk about all those other problems later. But at the time, he said in his mind, he wanted to make a change and he wanted to make an impact. So he started this Facebook page and he started putting out workouts that looked a lot like CrossFit, but he had different levels, level one to four. So like, if you were totally out of shape, you did level one. If you were kind of in shape, you did two and, and right. vice versa. Progress, yeah. Um, and he also started putting out pictures of firefighters in action and would ask on the bottom, are you fit enough to do this? Yeah. So he was putting out fire porn before anybody even knew what fire porn was yeah. on the internet because it's six years ago. You know, social media was a different place. Instagram was, I don't even know if it started it when he started it or it was very, very new. So what happened was, was I was doing a CrossFit event to raise money for the James DeHearn Foundation. And another buddy of mine was like, hey, check this 555 guy out. Maybe he'll share the event and sure. get some other places right. to do it. Okay, what do I care? So I reached out to him. Yeah, I'd love to share it, brother. Great, no problem. So he shared it. And I started paying more attention to him. I started doing his workouts. Being a typical guy from New Jersey, I, I, I started to complain about them. <laughs> Not about the workout itself, but at the fact that I couldn't do it at work. Okay. Because he was putting out stuff with rowers yeah. and bumper plates. Okay. You know, our yeah. rower, the, somebody ripped the monitor off our rower so you couldn't count your meters. Right. Our barbell was bent. Our bumper, we didn't have bumper plates. We have steel plates that probably weigh 65 pounds from the moisture they've sucked in over the 20 years they've been there. How about the fact that you even have all that? Most places don't even don't have Don't even that. have all that, right? right? right. Absolutely. Um, so this was before, this is how old this is. This is before Facebook Messenger. Wow. So he basically was like, can you call me? I'll 
send you would give, give me my email address, like on a post that I was interacting with him back. And I'm like, sure, what do I care? Gave him a call and he's like, you know, I see that you're not making fun of me or anything, but like, why can't you do these? He didn't understand that. Right. Because where he was in Texas, they did have all the equipment. Right. Right. And he, he didn't get it. We started talking. That was in July. Right. Yeah. Around July, August or so, we really started talking. And as my wife describes it, Tracy, my wife, Tracy, I have to say that. The bromance began between he and I, and we started bouncing these crazy ideas off each other about like, you know, maybe we start a not-for-profit. What, what can we do? Maybe we can give equipment away. Can we do this? How are we going to make a positive impact on the fire service? And through all these talks, he was kind of like, like, listen, brother, you're like, and he's from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so different, yeah. Big guy from Texas, little right. guy from New Jersey. We're going to change With the world, real right? big attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and he's like, you know, you look like a good front man. And I'm like, a good what? I'm like, I'm not a good front man. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm just this little dude from Texas with, like a bad mohawk that everybody makes fun of it. me about. And uh, he's like, I want you to be the face of this thing. You, you can do this. And, and we came up with a plan. You know, let's sell T-shirts. Let's raise money. Let's try and become a not-for-profit. And let's give fitness equipment away. And on January 1st of 2014, oh, the years get so far. Yeah, you're not man. good at it's dates. So we, we, are, good we at know dates, that already. Right? Totally not good at dates. Tracy's dates. not good at dates. Not good at dates. Not but good at dates. I launched our Instagram page. Mm. And no one... Like Instagram was like nothing. Yeah. So the initial 555 Instagram was my personal Instagram. Oh, no kidding. I didn't have a personal Instagram. Right, right, that was it. Right. That was me. Right. And there we put out bodyweight workouts because that's what I was doing at work at the time was mostly bodyweight workouts. So we started putting them out there. We started doing all the other stuff. We got our website up. We designed a t-shirt with a, another buddy of mine. I had a screen printer. Um, so that's January. All that kind of started. And by June... We had given away our first fitness equipment grant of okay. $3,000. Wow. One t-shirt, raised all the money for that. We got a little bit of a, a, a pre-donation from a friend of his. This is in 14? 14. It's so bad. Okay. 13 or I mean, 14. So like five right years ago. Five years ago, yeah. yeah. Right there. Because okay. he had started it. We were our right. six-year anniversary. So five years ago, we gave away our first grant. The Upper Peninsula of Michigan. We the had, UP. We, we the they UP. love me up there. Yeah, the we, we can tell those stories later. The Upers? Oh, yeah. Upers, been we, there, we there many times. It was an, it was an experience. The yeah. <laughs> so um, we had about 34 applications for the first grant. Um, and it was awesome. We gave away $3,000 worth of equipment. That's fantastic. It was like high five team. Yep. You know, we were on the local news in the UP, like yeah. second story on a Saturday right. night. There's That's your boy cool. Pip. Like, That's great, man. Talking about things. There's a little kid, a guy from New Jersey with a little a kid from New Jersey in the, with U- in the UP. Yeah, yeah right. Right. it was crazy. Yeah. Right? Crazy. Um, and there were other folks involved too. You know, Ava from right outside of Rochester jumped on board. And, you know, my buddy Alan designed a lot of well, our That's logos. what I was going to ask you, right? Because the momentum starts to go. Like you. You guys took it from the local level, and then you said, listen, we want to turn this into a nonprofit. Like, this is bigger than all of us, right? Yep. We want to turn this into a machine and do better for the business. Yep. Right? That's it. That's the story. So I have to think, because you surround yourselves with or just the couple times that I've seen you now with your crew. Oh, you no. guys, We lost very, the GoPro. Oh, that's all right. GoPro down. Shockproof. But you surround yourself with a really solid group of people that I think probably found their way to you. Dude, so I made that joke like you and I yeah. made online. Right. Everyone who is involved with 555 Fitness, except for three of us, we met online. Wow. 
Yeah. And me being one of them and two other people right. that I knew yeah. from, from back in the day that I was like, hey, I got this crazy idea, jump on board. And I, didn't really I know finish. that conversation. Right? You, know you, can, that, right? you can ask a few guys about that conversation, yeah. Everyone else, everyone that's part of the team started as a fan, and I started as a fan. Right, right? yeah, right. Fan, absolutely. Fan of right. first, right? Fan right. first. Same way. Found us online. And I have these folks in San Diego, Denton, Texas, Ohio, Roanoke, Virginia, um, Detroit. Yep. We all met online. Wow. Yep. And then, like, occasionally we met in person first. But most people, you're cool. You're cool. You want to do work? Let's make it happen. It's through a common cause, right? It's through a, a common theme of bettering yourselves to better the job. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's why you did it. Yeah. Right? It's Standing totally online with those monsters standing in front and back of you. And you're like, all right. If I'm going to do this, right? Yeah. I remember the other night we were sitting here with Heather and Heather was talking about um, how she's like, listen, I'm a, I'm a female and I, I, there's no difference between me or you. Like, I need to be yep. able to do the same yep. job you yep. do. There's and no, like, there's no you, girl saw, there's no right, girl. Yeah, right. And, and it, and it, but it, it also is. goes, and I'm not, I'm just putting it out there as a, as a piece of conversation, but yep. everybody has to fall in line and be able to do when called upon on the fire ground to be able to do that same job. And that, that is, and I don't, so let's jump back a little bit to, or oh, I guess the, the captain from Texas who started that. That's what he was saying. Right. Are you able to do this? Yeah. Whether you're a guy, a girl, whatever color you are, yeah, wherever you're from, wherever you are, are you really able to do this? And you have to look at that. But I think a lot of the viewers now and the people listening, you have to look at yourself. Take a hard look. Because trust me, after, after a job, I'm hurting. Yep. And I'm the fitness guy. And guys are like laughing at me. They're like, what's wrong? I'm like, everything hurts. My pack, my back hurts. That pack was horrible. I just want to lay on this couch right now and, like, and die. Right? We're all hacking up a lung and right. we're all on air. Yep. Right? We're all on. We're on air in, in overhaul right. now, you know, until it's clear. Yeah. I'm still hacking things up and it's washing out of my mohawk yeah. with the product that's in it, right. like just running down my face. Right? But you have to ask yourself, can you really do this? And can you really do this and survive after? Because adrenaline is a mofo. Yeah. Adrenaline gets us all through, yep. but it's what happens after the call. And I, right. And you hear so many stories, um, so many categorized line of duty deaths where it happens within 24 to 48 hours exactly. after, after the job. Seven in 20. I, just, I taught my class today, so the numbers are pretty fresh in my head. I think it's 17 in, in 2017 died after the call. Cardiac right? related. Yeah. Wow. Out of the, the 52 that were cardiac related, 17 were after the call. How well are we doing right now documenting this? Like for you, right, at 555, do you get to go in and be able to run these reports and find out for sure what causes of death are and, and so on? Because I think for, for what you guys do, I mean, that the conversation has to be had. And like you said, right, I mean, are you fit to do this job? Are you ready? Are you prepared to do this job? Numbers speak, right? I mean, I the remember numbers are there, and they've right. always been there. You know, right. the NFFF is keeping them, NIOSH is keeping right. them, right. um, FEMA's keeping them. You know, they're all out there. Yeah, a anybody can look up. It's like reading the reports, right? And so this this was something for me. So go ahead. No, no, go ahead. no. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. where I was where I was going to go with this was I remember years ago I was um, affiliated with a fire department where the contract did not allow their guys to work. Oh, anymore. we can right. talk okay. about that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so where I'm going with oh. this is, and this is the same in line with like mental health one. We did an episode with uh, on mental health. Yeah. And physical health, mental health, I think they're both at the forefront in the fire service oh, more now than ever. triangle that we've always it's talked about. The triangle right. of, yeah. of yeah. cardiac-related disease, yeah. cancer, right. and mental health, right? So, Absolutely. So right now, the only classified death would be stress overexertion 
okay. you know, that, that medically related death, if you want to look medical and you right. say cancer and yep. uh, mental health or PTSD, right. whatever you want to call it, however, whatever word you want to use. I feel like, this is my personal opinion, yeah. but we need to get to a point where that becomes like health and wellness related. And those three are tied together. It's very hard to prove any of these are actually job related. You know, sometimes with these reports, you know, it was an 82 year old volunteer who was sweeping the floor at the firehouse. You right. know, if he was sweeping the floor at his house, that heart attack may have right. happened, you I know? Right. So the numbers we can learn a lot from, but we have to really dive into them. Sure. And something that we do at 555, so our name, that 555, of course. we use that for the code that we ring out when a, a firefighter is, is dying in line right. of duty. Right. Um, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people really? in the fire service, that's one of our number one asked questions. And even from folks in the fire service, like what, what does that mean? Heritage and tradition. And you talk about heritage they, and tradition, they right? They tap out the bells. Five, they tap five, out the five, bells. Right. And here, well, maybe not 555, five, but so if you look at the city of New York, it's, it's four, four fives. fives, right? If you look at the city of New Brunswick, it's one five. Oh, okay. Now I didn't make up the name. Yeah. I was this captain in right. Texas, right? Right. Um, city of Chicago is three, three, five. Um, but five he found when he was trying to come up with a name was very synonymous with that. And when we look at it again, we ring it out on our social media page for every line of duty death. We have a, a video footage of me ringing out that and tapping it out for that wow. off a bell. Right. Wow. And what had, what had happened was um, I was reading all the NIOSH reports. Everyone, because I get the email alerts, mm -hmm. right? And then I started looking at people's names when I saw cardiac related death. And then I started Googling them and I started looking at them and realizing that a lot of the people that were dying of cardiac related deaths were not the fittest looking people. Right. Right. I and I'm it. not here. We're not shaming no, anyone. Sense. Right. It does. And I was doing this a lot. And this started to get back into my head and nightmares started coming back. So if you want, we do that triangle again, yep. you know, it's just that simple. I, I don't do that as much anymore. Um, but it was really I was reading too much into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was following their funerals. I was, right. I was back in that place where I was a long time ago in a, in a way, in a different way, but it gets in there. And that's where, like Tucker said, that triangle of it all, you know, we put that together and it's health and wellness. Yep. If you would have told me six years ago when I got involved in this, that I would be on a stage like this now, the national fire radio stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big stage. Yeah, it's huge. She said it's amazing. It's ama it really is. Once fancy. I get a new sign back there, it'll be yeah, right. there, I mean, it's right? like falling down, it's peeling down the tape. But we were two bros who like to lift things up and put them down. Right. And now I'm teaching a class for the New Jersey division of fire safety. I've taught six of them today. I had 16 people in my class about health and wellness in the fire service. And we talk about cancer. We talk about PTSD. We talk about sleep deprivation. Oh yeah. Oh my God, like sleep deprived. If you would have told me even three years ago that I was sleep deprived, I'd tell you where to go. I'd be like, go F yourself, man. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, maybe like a year and a half, two years ago, I realized that like three o'clock after my 24 hour shift, whether we were, had gone out all night or never went anywhere, I was like this evil man. Yeah. <laughs> like snapping at my kids yeah, and my yeah. wife or anyone that called me or like, you know, in, engaging in verbal sparring on social media with people I shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because the night before that, I woke up 20 times. You know, when I, when I went to that, that foreman job that you described that I have, I mean, now I'm worried about everybody. If the chief goes out, I'm right. listening for the yep. phone. I'm right. listening for the radio. You know, I don't want to miss the call. I don't want to miss the knock at the door. Um, sleep deprivation's huge. So, so where are we? Where, as an industry, where are we, right? 
I mean, yeah. are we where we should be yet? I mean, yeah. I, I saw uh, some legislation come out of Connecticut today. Did you see that I on, men, on uh, mental did health? You not, did you not hear me say I was teaching all day? I don't pay attention. I wasn't on social I'm just, media while I was I, teaching I or the internet. I'm sorry. We don't all have it like you where we can just... All right, guys, so we're done here. Thank you for joining National Fire Radio. <laughs> what happened in Wait, Connecticut? No, I, I don't know exactly, but no. I know that there was some what? legislation that was discussed today about firefighter health and wellness when it comes to mental health. And I think where we've come, we've really come forward... But I think there's a long way to go. Uh -huh. Well, the beginning is just recognizing it. Yes. And and we hadn't done that, you know, and, and fire service keeps aging and we're not looking at that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you yeah. guys come along and you start looking at the facts and start putting it out there. And we started, and this is where the captain from Texas decided to do it, from the bottom. Right. We don't need... There's a lot of agencies out there that, that utilize initials, and I'm not going to name them right now because that would be rude or anything like that. But, you know, they want to start it from them. And nobody at the bottom wants to listen to them, no matter what they say. Whatever they say, we all say, you know, afangu to you, right? right? That's what we do. We're firefighters. That's I get it. it. So what he decided to do with 555 was say, let's do this for ourselves. Let's do this for the fire service and let's show them. It's kind of like that. We're not going to take it anymore. Thing. So, and, and so this leads us, leads us into a very fantastic conversation. We talked about before we even went on camera about social media and the fire service without social media, five, five, five wouldn't be where they are today. We would be nothing. Right. We'd be zero, literally right. and, zero. And so my point is very much this. If you wait for the bigger players in the industry to make the change and then ch try to change culture that way years ago, that's how it worked. Yeah. Right, those departments with the dots in between the letters and those departments with the initials, right? Yep. Like we always waited for them to make that change and then it became socially acceptable in the fire industry to make those changes industry-wide. The beautiful thing about social media now is the fact that you can do this organic grassroots change yeah. yep. and you can start from the bottom, one man out of Texas to a guy with a mohawk in New Jersey and then it goes from there. And where you guys have taken it in the last five years to where you are today. And I, I wasn't, I don't know where you were five years ago, but hearing your story to what I see now when I go to a show and you guys have a huge setup with people working out during the show and spreading the word. It's huge. It's crazy. It's it crazy. is. It's crazy to think. I can't, I still haven't been able to put it in the words. And I talk a lot. Yeah. And, and I, I write a lot and I talk a lot. Right, I have right, right. notebooks upon notebooks full of the 555 story. I just can't put it together. You know, because I, I, it, this shouldn't have happened. No, it absolutely, right? well, it and had you, to. It, it had to, right? right. And, and you get folks, and, and kind of to go back to what, what, what Tucker was saying about this, like, we have folks that are like, you made this change happen. And I'm like, dude, I didn't make this change happen. We made this change you happen. You rode the wave. Yeah, like I did. I rode the, we but, rode but the, the wave, but, right? But of, I like to say of, the puppet master. It takes somebody, it takes somebody to pull some strings to make things happen. No, I'm serious. No, no, I mean, no, I get it. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a corny yeah. analogy. I'm with trying that to name. think, like, I'm definitely not pulling well, right, no, yeah, I like the wave. I like the wave better than the puppet master, right? Yeah, but because, the wave you know, means you're on that wave. Yeah, right. But it, somebody man. has to create that wave. Somebody created it. I don't know who that person not, is. You know, right. If it's the puppet master, then they're putting him in a bag and they're taking him to they're the not, next show and popping him back out. No, no, no. The puppet master controls the puppet. Well, no, but that's it. So the puppet master controls the puppet, right? I'm not controlling any puppets here. We are not as 555. We are inspiring. You had a vision. You talked to a guy in Texas who started this and you said, listen, man, I got some questions because I think there's some validity to this and I think we can make this bigger and better. And this guy turned around and recognized that you had some drive and ambition to better the fire service and you took this man's program, crafted it, 
you tailored it into what it is today, there's a lot of recognition that needs to come to you because everybody that joins in, it's not just the program, but it's also you. You put this incredible spin on it and this this face. I mean, I want to talk about our interactions and how I have a brute force bag at home and we need to talk yeah, about we gotta, that. We gotta get we're gonna, that. We're gonna this is gonna be a long that. one. But this I, is, but I wanna, this is not gonna be quick But tonight. I think you have to recognize too that, you know, maybe Puppet Master is not the right word, but I don't know what is, but there has to be somebody that's laying the foundation and then everybody, that foundation gets built upon all the all-stars, your crew that you just named from across the country that has signed on to what 555 does. You guys are then building the, the skyscraper, right? It's the foundation yep. to the skyscraper, and you're doing that. It's unreal. It, 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 it is. It, it's, it's awesome. Really, it, 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 it's unbelievable to me. Like when, when, so we were at a, my wife and I were at a, a concert in like Cranford, this big outdoor concert with all these amazing bands. Yanni. And, uh, Yanni was there. Yeah, yeah Yanni was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're hanging out, we're with our cousins, and we're outside, and, like, this is going back, like, you know, four years or so. And some dude who probably had a couple too many beers came walking by and was, like, stopped and turned and stared at me, and he's like, five, five, five guy, and, like, gave me the big high five in the air. Nice. And I'm like, what's up, man? And he's yep. like, love what you're doing. Yeah. And he just kept on going away, and I'm like, that just happened? Yep. Did somebody just know who yep. I was? Like, and, and now we get to a point where my, 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 my two boys, Finn and Declan, are like, Dad, could, could you wear a hat out today so nobody knows who you are? Because they realize that if I wear a hat, yeah. no one knows who I am. But if I have the mohawk, I'm the sandbag guy or I'm this. I never set out to be that. Nobody man. has. Nobody, nobody like, does. Like, nobody does. I, I never, even when, and so I don't say his name. You notice I keep saying a captain from right. Texas, right? Right. And so he is no longer involved in the organization. And it is not because of anything bad or negative, but he saw how big we were getting and how a not-for-profit is a business. Yep. Number one, I've uh, learned more about business. Yeah. And it is a more cutthroat business than most businesses in the not-for-profit yeah. world. I mean, there are people that will stab you straight out, don't even think, like, they'll cut you. And there are some really big ones that will steamroll over you yep. and, and kind of laugh at you as they're doing it. Right. And that's when you're small. And then maybe when you get a little bigger, they come and they knock. Hey, hey, remember me? And I'm like, I do. Sounds familiar. I do remember when that bus back You remember that? I remember that. I do. I don't forget. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I digress. But he and I have no ill will towards each other. As a matter of fact, he texted me this morning. That's fantastic. Well, it is. But sadly, it was because he lost a firefighter with him from cancer. But we're still great. That bromance is still there. And he stepped away and told me flat out, you have done things with this that I never thought were possible. Awesome. Even though I knew it was bound for something else, you've taken it to levels that I never could see. And I want you to continue it. And it's yours. I'm like, for real? I'm like, you're giving this to me? There's no money involved here, folks. I take no pay. He took no pay. No one from 555 takes a dime back from the organization. But giving that to me, it was like entrusting me with his, his child. Right. You know, and, and now I owe it to him. In my mind, I owe it to him to just keep pushing forward. It's doing the right and thing. It, it is. It's it's unreal. Um, so, but but that's what it was. He started that, and and we have a question from like 15 minutes ago that you said, you know, where are we now, right? So go back six years. Fire service is definitely a different place than it was six years ago. Sure. Six years ago, cancer was starting to come up a little bit, and, and talking about all the different cancers we have. Um, you know, 9/11 cancer was just kind of hitting. Everything was. that was happening right. there. Um, 
PTSD was still not spoken about. No. Sleep deprivation was definitely no. not even. That's not about. even. It's still not. Being it's still not. It is. Right. It is. It definitely is. It was but all not about the heart attacks. attacks. It was all about the heart attacks. Right. It was all, and even that they were still. We were focusing on car accidents and, and just, and we can tie everything together however sure. you want to, you know? I mean, do you know there's a year out there that no firefighters died within a structure? Like fire, fire did not kill a firefighter in one year. I want to say it was 2013 or 2014-ish. Really? Yeah, that it wasn't actually a fire. Wow. Um, things happened at fires. Sure. But it wasn't the changing of, rapidly changing fire conditions. They right. like to use that one mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but... So where we are, you know, fast forward, and people are telling us all the time, you know, you guys are the reason for this change. And I'm like, it's not us. It's, it's all of you. But fitness is at the forefront. You know, so much so that I'd say every three days I get a DM or a text or like, what's up with all these other fitness guys on Instagram trying to be you, Pip? And I'm like, they're, they're not trying to be me. I'm like, they're trying to help. Right. You know, the more people you put out there doing this, the better it's, it's going to be, you know, yeah, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that me and all of them are the best of friends and we sing Kumbaya around the campfire. Cause we all do things no. a little differently right. and it's a fire service, but Hey, if you want people to be fitter or healthier, by all means, let's have at it, right? Let's change things. And that change is definitely coming. And a good marker for me was FDIC this year. All right. We judge with our eyes, don't we? I mean, without a doubt, at, without you, a doubt, you, you size me up, right. I size you up. You know, we're not getting into a fight, but I walk into a bar and I look around and I size up the room. Of course. You know, what do we got going on here in case something bad goes that's down, right? right? Anything like that, yep. right? See what that's happening. I know who I'm hitting because they're about the same size that's as me right. and who I'm avoiding because they're going to pummel me. But at FDIC this year, I noticed way more people walking around with water bottles. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I can't even tell you, staggering. You know, keeping their hydration level up, which is huge in the fire service. You know, you need to be hydrated all the time. You know, I, I'm peeing all the time because I drink so much water all day. Right. That's what happens. You know, and I just, I totally said that on your podcast. Didn't no, I? that's but, okay. But that's what happens, right? Maybe we can edit that part out. Too. No, we're going to leave that in. You could leave it in. Have some more water. Stay in it. Stay in. Have some more water. The water here is good. Have some more National fire radio water. It's good water. <laughs> Best Best water feel, there's, a little, there's a little guilt while I drink this water as we're talking <laughs> about this. But go ahead. But so you, I, I saw that. You know what I mean? I noticed right. that. Because that's what I do now in the 555 booth. I kind of hover. And I how watch about the how fact that the, the water, like, I didn't even think of that. The water bottle, what's what's huge on social media right now? Send me a sticker. I'm going to put it on my water bottle. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, I'm going to put it on my water bottle. I put their water bottles to show pictures of them on the rigs in the kitchen at the firehouse, right? On their workout It should day. be with you 24-72. It's not just for the workout. I didn't even think you of it. Know? Yeah, I didn't right? even think of it. Yeah. So, I, mean, so, I, I rolled in with my big pull and spring over. I see that over there, yeah, right? It's I, like I, I drink. I drank two of those a day. Now we're gonna. Now we're gonna. Mine's in the car. No, mine's in the car in my lunchbox because I taught today and I ran out of water. Flintstone lunchbox. Just saying that. Yeah. So, so what? Scooby Doo lunchbox. No, I get it. Like Scooby Doo. Scrappy. So, Scrappy. Scrappy was it? Oh, yeah. come on. Because I'm little. I see what you I, did there. See. All right. Let's it. move on. I get it. Your whole crew is gonna target me and kick the crap out of me. So we gotta move on. I haven't. I think the whole. You, crew. They like, might. I don't, I don't know, man. I, you know. I think, you I got. Think, I think one of the girls could take care of you. Like I'm sure one of them. I got some MMA fighters on the. Oh, jeez. I'm scared. <laughs> I want to get, listen, I want to get there. I, I do. So MMA? And we could get you. I totally. No, so, an MMA fight so, between um, you and Jason from Fire Department so Chronicles. Got, so, uh, actually, you heard it here first. Actually, I challenged, I challenged in Harrisburg, I challenged the stream, hook in a can to a boxing match. I'm putting my money on Jersey. Chris, it's I've, Jersey versus Jersey. Yeah, Jersey, like, yeah it's, it's, well, he's uh, more local than That's me, why he's putting yeah, his right. money on, on Jersey. Jersey. Somebody's <laughs> going to win. <laughs> Right. That's a whole other story. We, but. Whole, we totally digressed here. But yeah, Jeremy and Jason from Fire Department Chronicles, MMA, 2020 FDIC. Heard it here first. 
2021. <laughs> well, you know, he just joined the gym. So well, yeah, I, well, I did. I did. And he has a let's talk. Let's, let's go back to FDIC. No, no, no. All let's right. go back to FDIC real quick because yeah. there's some other things yeah, that, please, I, that I noted, it. you know. Going in and out of the buildings, like out to the outside, I was not walking through a cloud of smoke. Oh, right. yeah. Smoking yeah. is. Right? Yeah. I, you, I was not. I mean, there were smokers. There's always going to be smokers. Right. But it was nothing like it's been in the past. Yep. And that is on a decline to the point that 25 guys on my shift, one person on my shift vapes occasionally. And he doesn't do it on shifts. Right. You know what I mean? So if we're out at a social yeah, event, you'll I see can, him like sneak outside exactly. and get his little stupid I get it. I get it. smelling pen. Yep. But my job, about 100 people on my job, I think, I could be wrong, but publicly, you have closet smokers always. Of course. I'd say there's five people that smoke. Wow. When I got hired, we were probably at 50% smokers 16 years ago. Yeah. Right? Oh, listen, you come out of a job, you, you, you're you know, changing doing, your bottle, doing, you got a cigarette hanging I, out of your mouth. I, I mean, it's- I didn't smoke and I was doing overhaul with my, my uh, just my turnout pants on with a cigarette in my mouth because everybody else was doing it. I didn't smoke. That's hilarious. And I'm just sitting there thinking, and I'm <laughs> like, fantastic. I don't smoke, why am I doing this? What the this? hell am I doing? Like, what I'm not good enough. It, right? Like, I mean, an occasional, occasional cigar every now and again sure. is good, but big change at FDIC, I noticed. I think that's, I, I think that's socially, it's, there's a yeah. huge swing with smoking. Absolutely. I mean, my, oh my it's funny, my, my youngest is 11, um, and my 11 and 12 year old, my, my two little guys, when I see people smoking, they're like, well, that guy's smoking. Yeah. It's like, like, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I'm like, well, your dad smoked for 12 years. I'm you know, smoking your day. face as an infant because that's I smoked smart. up until when my daughter was born. I, the last thing, I quit only because I didn't want to come home and kiss my daughter, my newborn, when I came home. And I quit cold turkey. Like, and I didn't. Good for you. I'm an addictive guy. I got my vices, no doubt. But when I turn it off, I turn it off. And that's, mm -hmm. that's where I want to talk about when we get into the fitness aspect yeah. of what we're doing. It's, it's amazing we haven't even gotten into switch. the fitness switch. I know, aspect, man. Right? I know. But so there's, FDIC, but so there's no the smoke. Is, you know, no, less, less smoke, way less smoke, right. you know? And then the amount of people we were interacting with, you know, when we first started. How many this years game, have you been going after? This is our fifth year at FDIC. Okay. We, we started outside in the parking lot. Yeah. Drove a trailer from New Jersey. Never do that. FDIC. <laughs> never do that. <laughs> I don't know. I do that every year. Oh, my God. Never do that. Never do that. Ever. Oh, so no. bad. Now All we right. fly. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. But, um, yeah, so five years at FDIC, you know, we went from outside to inside to being part of kind of a fitness competition they were doing there to the past two years having a huge booth with now fire service corporate sponsorship. I love it. You I know, it. we went from literally selling T-shirts out of the boxes right. um, and, and meeting people that became integra integral part of our team that first year there. I picked up three team members that are still with us today. And we're social media fans. And those were the days where like, well, it still happens. Like if you meet me, you're better off telling me your Instagram handle than your real name. Because that that's the world we live in out there. You know what I mean? There's there's loads of people with that. Yeah, so. I meet people every single day with this platform. Yeah. And I tell them, I go, do me a favor. I go, tomorrow, send me a DM. And in the DM, give me your name and then explain where I met you. <laughs> I'm serious. You have to. It, it might you sound, it sounds... A little ridiculous, but you you meet so many people, and I want to value every interaction. We had our on tap the other night. I couldn't great. even tell you yeah. how many people I talked to that I've never met before. I try to engage everybody, and you know, walking around shaking hands and thanking people because truly I'm humbled by like what went down. You the see other what night. you're able to do when yeah. you bring people together. That's right. right? Yeah. It's amazing. Absolutely. That's what we do yeah. I mean, little guys, men and women, come up to me, and their little kids have mohawks. 
Yep. And, and they're like, <laughs> no, I love it. Dude, it, it, yep. it's like my favorite picture to get with a little kid with a mohawk, like throwing a little shaka or something like that. You get you the know? mohawk like, and I get the parent going, say it. And the kid's like, hey guys, it's Jeremy, Jeremy National Fire Radio. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, tell him to stop. Don't we you. could FaceTime my kids right now. No, like, yeah. so, you with Jeremy from National so, Fire Radio. Look at look at this amazing thing I got in my car. It's called the seatbelt. You know what's it's just fun? great? Oh, click please, the blinker is one of my <laughs> most favorite innovations. But I will tell you this. Um, I think a lot of, and all of that, and I'm directly involved, and Tucker's involved in it too, and Sebi and Rob live. and all Go of ahead. us. But I'm going live. Go but ahead. it really comes down to when you're trying to do something different or make a difference, and you're 100% authentic, and you talk about what's trying to make the job better, yep. you win. Yeah. And people will subscribe. And you, what I was talking about before, you're that catalyst. You're making 555 win. And then on top of, the, on top of you... It's the crew that you get behind you that just eats it up. And I think, um, see me. yeah. Let me get Tucker. We get Tucker in there. Hey, I can move. Here, get over here. Slide over, man. I'm sliding. I'm going to move. We're going live. We're going live on 555. Soon we'll go live on 555 Fitness. But no, it's the crew that you surround you. And these people that I met, I know I met you through 555, but like this team of mine, these people are my best friends now. Yeah. I mean, like best friends, like, the the, the the solid brothers doing solid thing. I mean, dude, the, the, the group text messages. I'm like, guys, please stop. Yeah. Like, please stop with this. Like, there's so many of you now. Like, but I, I, it's because we share this passion to make change. It's like the positive change. Without That's a doubt. It. And, it, and it goes to say in the fire service, right? You surround yourself with people you want to surround yourself with. Yeah. People with common goals and, and common beliefs surround themselves with those people because you boost each other up. Too often in this business, there's too many mutts out there and there's too many people trying to tear it down. Yep. And those people need to go to the curb. And the guys that are doing the right thing, 555 Fitness, you know, I like to think National Fire Radio and our group is doing the right thing. Like we're trying to put out good content to better the fire service. When you do that, you win. And you're always going to have naysayers. I'm yep. sure you have naysayers oh, too. I'm haters, sure, haters right, I'm sure there's tons of haters. You know, now with social media, you can get this stuff out there where before, you know, you had people that were pushing in your department but they were pushed down by the mutts yep. and they were held down. Right. Yeah. And now there's, there's no outlet. Right. Now there's other people. So you say this thing and you might be the only one in your department. And then all of a sudden, all these other guys are like, yeah, I was thinking. Because the same I got to think, there's, there's a lot of guys that are in the fitness and then they're in a fire department where it's just, it's not a thing. It's not happening. Yeah. And, yeah. and so instead of them uh, getting a workout in on shift or throwing ladders or doing something physical, they're held back to sitting in a recliner. And so now you offer that. I offered it that you're not the only guy out there. Like that's that, right. Right. That's what, and it's that's not right. I, it's, it's we. No, but that's but what no, we offer. No, you're right. right? I, you we, know what whatever. I mean? Like it's, we it's, we, it's, we totally offer that. And it, it's crazy. Our, our, our mission is still a reduction of line of duty deaths due to cardiac related disease in the fire service. But what we do day in and day out is we motivate and inspire people. And we do that not by posting pictures of me, not by posting pictures of CJ or Ava or Robert, even though we do do that, the people behind the scenes. Without a doubt. But we take people who use hashtag 555fitness and we put them on our page. There you go. Because you never know who's going to inspire you or who you're going to inspire because there's someone that looks like you out there and someone that looks like you out there and someone that looks like me out there or says like, look at that guy or girl at 3 a.m. just working out because they can't sleep. Right. You know, you ever think about that when you're laying in your bed there and you're like, ah, just get up and go to the gym and do some dumbbell presses because it'll do something for me, you know, as opposed to going to the kitchen and eating ice cream. Right. Which I've been accused of trying to get rid of in the fire service. And that's a total falsehood. 
Because I love ice cream. I believe that. I totally love I ice cream. But then you work out for six hours after. Then I work out for six hours But now it's shaved ice. It's not shaved. Shaved ice is good, though, man. Why are you trying to hate on the shaved ice? No, no, it's fine, really. Why would you hate on shaved ice, man? You throw a little flavor in there, it's good. I'm just saying. I mean, but then you don't you don't have the dairy. I do do the I do do the the low calorie like Halo Top. I like me some Halo Top, man. It's good. Could do a whole. You do Halo Top? I know it. I don't know if I do it. Actually, it's funny because I'm listen. I'm a big fat guy, and I don't eat crappy. There's a lot, yeah. Right. There's, there's so, so many. Right. So I don't this, eat right? yeah, like don't I'm not a big sweets guy. Like I don't like every night at eight o'clock, eight thirty. I need, I eat an apple. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's what I like. So I don't. I've just well, always been tight skin. No, it's, it's from the apple. Yeah, because the apple skin helps out with the pectin. He knows that. It's like he forges for mushrooms. <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. So, but where I'm going, I want to. I kind of want to. <laughs> I kind of want to segue into you and I having a conversation a month ago and then me floundering on it. Sure. And not following through. And Pretty I, much. No, absolutely. I mean, and it's not an uncommon story. So I want to talk about that, right? So a month ago, um, Pip and I were having a conversation. We're trying to book this, trying to schedule it. And I said, listen, I'm getting frustrated. Uh, the end of last year, I dropped 30 pounds. I was dieting. I was doing well walking, like simple stuff, right? I don't go to the gym every day, obviously, right? Um, and I'm 42 and I'm starting to feel it. You know, I've always been a big guy. Played high school sports, college sports, division one sports. Like I played. There's there's a, a whole like knowledge bomb, right? No, no but, but like, but I always, sports. even when I was in the best shape of my life in the gym, three hours a day, I always carried extra weight. Always, which, which just, is it's okay. No, no, no. I know, I know that, but I know, but, but, but I'm but, painting a picture. But it's, but it's I'm a big. A picture, I, I understand right? that, but it, 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 right there is a misnomer. It's okay to carry some extra weight, without a doubt. Right? It's okay, like like you're skinny fat, right? You know, or anything like I that. It. Like I, I work with some, work out with some dudes, some five 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 guys. They do strongmen. They are big dudes. Yeah, right. But they're still taking care of themselves. Yeah, back to so, your story. Right? But no, continue. So very much. So we're we're having this conversation. And I said to Pip, I go, listen, man, um, you know, I think it would be great. I want to do a blog, a video blog of me and transformation. I want to do a quick video every day that I work out. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to get you set up with brute force. We'll get you set up. Let's do this. Sent me the bags, put sand in them, did them for a couple of days. That, that took like a week and a half, by the way. Go ahead. It did. You're absolutely right. But let's not forget I, I, that. And here's, here's my struggle. And, and it's not, I can assure you this, um, it's not laziness. It's not desire. It really comes down to me finding that time. And that's a, an important conversation to have. And that's where yep. I'm going with this, right? You have to make the time. We struggle. I agree. So so the only time in my day that I could possibly work out is if I get up at 5 a.m., right? Because I typically get up at 5.30 in the morning. And then I work all day, right? I come home. I see my kids. I do homework. I do dinner with my family. Right. And then typically it's national fire radio or it's the firehouse or another meeting or two that I have, or I work from home today. The right? kids are doing their own homework cause he's here. <laughs> it's Friday. There's no homework it's on nice. Friday. Thank you. Unless Pat. you send your kid to a horrible school. My, my, my thing is very much this, I this stand is up the, man, a little bit. I got to give him. <laughs> thank you, brother. I'm about to cut that. him down. So yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I'm like ready to take him out of the knees. No, but so. where I want to go, I'm ready not to making pounce like a spider monkey. I'm absolutely not making excuses, but this is the struggle. This is that struggle that says it's a it's not just making that decision because where I where I talked about this before as an addictive person, right? I was able to with smoking after twelve years, stop smoking. 
pack a day. I made that conscious conscious decision, and I said I'm not smoking anymore. And I went cold turkey. I was a beast for like two weeks, and then I was fine. But I did it because I can I can do that when I when I make up my mind to do something. It's very simple, and I can. It's not simple, but I can do it. Simply, I can make that decision, and then I gotta follow through on it. This is becoming a struggle for me. Is my time? My life is chaos between my full time gig firehouse and then doing national fire radio and having a family of four children and a wife how do you balance that bit like that's that's hard without a struggle is real so so we have to prioritize right like we got to start so and part of prioritizing for me 42 fatter than ever right i go up and down on weight i'll diet i'll lose 30 pounds feel good right sleep better i hate diets i know i get it right Mm -hmm. But for a guy that carries extra weight like me, like that's the easy thing to do, right? You want to drop a few pounds, just go on a drastic diet, right? No, you, I, you don't eat or I, drink but, any water. But understand, right? Like understand I there's eat cabbage there, soup every day. I have to think there's a lot of people out there that are like me. There right? are. Yes. Right. Yes. So Let's just say that. So yes. where I'm challenging you and asking you is like, how do we manage this? Like, how does 555 fit into my life? How do I with this crazy schedule of multiple jobs, right? And a family and everything else. Now I have to find time to dedicate to my personal well-being, which I, at 42 years old, recognize I need to do. There's no doubt. So. Yeah. Well, isn't it best to try to start people out really slow so that they don't just say, oh yeah, you know, first week, they're really pumping it up. Oh, this is great. And then it's like, yeah, well, I might be able to do a little bit of this, hmm? a little bit of that. Well, I don't, I don't know why I'm here because, because he's got the answer right there, right? Give it. I know that answer, and, and, right? Right. Like, everybody knows that answer, right? You have to start and you have to commit to it, right? And what you're saying about starting out slow, see, we, we have these misnomers about fitness in society. It's not just in the fire service. Right, it is society as a whole. It has to be this. I got to be Arnold and pumping iron in '76. Louis, Louis, come work out with me. You know, nobody is that. That's what Arnold was in '76 and pumping iron. Great movie, by the way, kids. Watch that movie. Out Check there. it. Check it out. <laughs> Great movie. Um, but it's these simple, small changes. Yeah. Right. You're telling me you have no time. You don't have 15 or 20 minutes a day. No, oh, I do. Okay. Right. So, right. I, I but, wait, but listen, you're telling yep. me I got to wake up early. No, you don't right. got to wake up earlier. Maybe you got to do it late at night. Maybe after dinner and homework and family time, but before national fire radio time, you hit it for 15 minutes. You go on five, 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 and you get the, the body weight workout. Normally it's more than 15 or 20 minutes. It's scalable for what you can do. And that's all you need. You don't need every Monday I do back and buys. And every Wednesday I do chest and tries. And every Friday, well, I have to reverse that, sorry. Every Monday I do legs. Every um, Wednesday I do chest and tries. Right. Every Friday I do back and, back buys, and buys because you're going out Friday night to uh, pump, fist pump in New Jersey. That sounds like and you college gotta have all that. over That's again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need that life, man. Right. You don't need that. And right. it's a huge barrier to fitness. Right. You go out with your family with your wife and four kids and go walk a mile. Yeah. You know, I get messages. I don't want to say daily cause I'm not that cool, but at least a couple times a week with a story. Everybody's got a story. And it usually ends in there with like, can you help me or can you train me? I'm like, bro, really? Like you, 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 in your legitimate big speech, you said, I know you're a busy guy, right? Right. I can't commit to training sure. anyone. 
I have guys that I work with that have asked me. I have people that live near me. I, I, I could never commit to that. And these folks online, at least, I always challenge them. Walk a mile a day for 30 days straight. Just do that. Just walk right. a mile a day. You know, some days, believe it or not, I struggle with fitness and getting my fitness in. So you have to figure out a way to get your fitness in. I wear a 20-pound vest if I walk to school to pick up my kids. Or when I walk my dog, my, my block is one mile, so I'll throw a 20-pound vest on. Is that not fitness? Did I just not make my walk harder? Right. You know, I'm not dripping, right. covered in sweat, yeah. staggering around like you see me on the internet and, uh, and falling down. And we're getting blown up on my page, by the way, and I'm not even paying attention to what's happening. It's there. good. But, you know, it's still fitness. So you have to find that time, right? When you're at work, you know, do a stand-up desk and do some air squats while you're there. You know, do a wall sit. Yeah. Say, hey, today I'm at work and I'm going to compile 20 minutes worth of a wall sit in a whole day. That, that sucks. It's horrible. It's fitness. I bet. You know, so we have to change the way we look at fitness. And it's the same with firefighter fitness or on-duty fitness or anything. You know, you hear, we heard excuses before, right? Did you say something about taking the weights out of firehouses? Yeah. Right? We talked about right. that earlier. Absolutely. I mean, craziest thing, our, our insurance won't cover us to work out, but they'll cover the, a 22-year-old right. yeah. kid right. who had three hours of instruction on how to run a chainsaw to climb a roof fully encapsulated of a building that's on fire on another ladder at three o'clock in the morning to cut a hole in it. I'm lost. That makes it's, sense. It, it makes sense, right? We can't work out, yeah. We can't work out. Right. Um, you know, we need to start taking these excuses and putting them to the side. You know, I try to get in 15 to 20 minutes a day of fitness. You know, you, you made the joke six hours, dude. Six hours. I wish if I could do six hours I, of fitness, do you know what I would look like? Right. I would be a beast right now if I could do that, right? I can't. I get... If I get an hour these days, that's a lot for me. And I'm okay with that. You know, right. I'm, I'm going to be 41 this year. You know, like I, I chase some big numbers. I chase some big times, you know, CrossFit workouts that we all compete in. I have some cool numbers, and I'm going to run with them for the rest of my life. And it. maybe someday I'll be able to go back to that athlete. You know, right. I, I, I did triathlons for a little bit. Would love to get to the Ironman level. But like that is commitment that there's just no time for, right. man. I got to see my kids. Even I ran a marathon once. My wife is like, you are not doing that again. Yeah. Like you, you can't go out and run for four hours unless you're going to put a kid on your back. You know, like you got to bring one of these kids with you. I get it. So there's barriers to that. And I, I almost ran a marathon last year, but that was a close. There was going to be another, another motivator that my wife would say, okay, if I was going <laughs> to do this marathon, let's say. But right, they're all barriers. We have to get around them. In your case... You have this idea of fitness, and you really have to get it out of your head. You just have to get to the fact that here's this little bag that I can take anywhere with me. So if for 10 minutes, every minute on the minute, you pick that bag up and slam it down 10 times, it's 10 minutes. You will be spent, my friend. Good. I could own you right so now we, with that bag in a minute. One uh, minute. I'm, I'm sure. Easily. Anybody I can I'm own sure. with that bag in a minute. And that's good. Why, why are we chasing this? We're chasing this But I, I think... Um, I think your message is heard loud and clear. And I think it's a fantastic way to sum up what 555 is about. It's about moving. Yep. It's, about, it's, it's about moving, it's about exercise, but it's a movement. You guys are instilling into guys like us, these traditional guys here who I know I gotta get my ass moving. I know I gotta get back to making physical fitness a priority. There's so no traditional. Doubt. Yeah, but no, but hold on, right? Yeah. I mean, but. But ultimately, like, it's all about moving. Like, yeah, 
we walk a lot at my at my home, my wife, my kids and I, but like I have this image of physical fitness as I got to get to the gym, I got to get on a uh, You got, so here, you know, I'm going to tell you your image of fitness. I don't even yeah, need you to say I, it. I, I know. Ready? I know. Wait, 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 let me say it. Right. You just nod your head if I'm right. You got to go walk into the gym, walk by everybody and get your little locker and do your little locker thing and then you come out and you do 10 to 15 minutes of cardio warm up on a treadmill or a bike or an elliptical or the stairmaster, right? And then you go and you float around the free weight section a little bit because that's what you know, you know, some free weights, maybe a machine or two, and you knock that out for like the next, you know, 30 minutes or so. But a lot of it is really just kind of this waiting because you're resting. And then you do a cool down, quick cool down in 10 minutes. You go back in, you get a cup of water or towel and you roll back out. Is that it? I'm not allowed to speak. You said nod. Well, no, but is that it? I mean, no, it, nod. it is, but it's not right. Like that's that's what I grew that's up. Such a that's what I world, right. That's traditional. That's what I grew up with when I played I sports. Did too. When was I was me. in that when I was in that arena, but like you know, it was it was more than that. But yes, that's that's what I know of, right? Yep. However, um, I do recognize the value and kind of what I wanted to prompt tonight with this conversation was I needed you to put a foot in my ass to educate me uh, a little bit better. No, I'm serious. That'll blow up the internet. What? Yeah. Come here. <laughs> that will blow but, up. Should we break the internet tonight here? But I, I think, you know, part of what I feel obligated to do here on our platform is to try to hit the market to understand and educate others. There's a lot of guys like me in the firehouse. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that have the same time constraints that I have. We talk about the volunteer fire service and we talk about time constraints and guys don't have time to begin with. I believe a lot of it's excuses. Myself, I don't like excuses. I'm not making, I know this whole thing is an excuse for me. And that's my biggest problem with all of this right now is I'm making an excuse not to do more because I'm, but I don't make excuses when it comes to like business and the firehouse and things like that. And so I have to recognize that physical fitness needs to become a priority so that it fits into the schedule and you make it work. So on, on your, your fitness journey, there are barriers mm -hmm. and there are roadblocks. A roadblock to fitness is like, you're seriously hurt. You can't do this. You know, I can't do this movement because I'm injured, right? Right. That's a roadblock. That's gonna stop you and you need to really figure out your way and, and make a plan to get around the roadblock. And then they're like what you're talking about. It's a barrier. Once you get over one barrier, there's gonna be another one. There's tons, absolutely. Right? It's and like anything, over, right. but it's like anything. Did you get over that one barrier? Right. Time. Figured it out. I don't need an hour anymore. I don't need to go to the gym. I can do it in my house with my kids. I can do things. Go over that barrier. National Fire Radio, huge barrier. You know what the worst thing I did for my personal fitness is? I'm going I'm to talk to my camera for this one. Got involved in the fitness community. Because I started to worry about everybody else's fitness. And I started to have phone calls about fitness and Zoom chats about fitness and emails about fitness and podcasts about fitness. But guess what I wasn't doing in that fitness. whole process? Fitness. Yeah. You know, like it's very easy. You get to FDIC. I mean, and FDIC is a, a different beast. I'm happy if I get two days out of the five or six I'm at FDIC to get in a quality workout. Right. You know, by the time Sunday comes, I don't have a voice anymore. Yeah. I don't have mental capacity to think to I, get me on listen, a plane, brother, I get man, and, and I you get know it, it right? I get it. I get it we were in, the, in, in, in one of the adult establishments at night talking like in the corner, trying to hide from people just to catch up with each other for 10 minutes, right. you know, because you're always there. Yeah. And that's a whole nother barrier with this social media thing that, that makes it harder. 
people think it's like, oh my God, it's so cool. You get to travel, you get to go to all these places. And I'm like, it is hard as hell yeah, to do is. this, you know? It certainly is. Um, and then what Takes I do- Takes you out of your normal routine and oh. then you don't fit those little things in that you normally would. Yep, it's yep. so hard because I, I lose that routine. Yeah. And, and I have a very, it's a very loose routine, but I try to stick to it the best that I can and it, it helps the most. But like today, I taught a class for DFS, an eight hour class. Um, and, and we worked out in it, which is even crazier in the state of New Jersey, right? That we're doing a workout in a class. Like people are like, I can't believe this is happening. I jumped in on a round and a half of the workout today. So I moved a little and I got sweaty. Like I, I gave a hundred percent. And it's something that I say in that class and in all my classes, whatever you do, give a hundred percent effort. Right. So even if it is that, like I'm going to accomplish 15 minutes of a wall sit today. Well, if that was easy, that means tomorrow it's 20 minutes, right? right. There, you yep. see, you see the strategy there. And you're always looking to improve. And my big thing is I, I finish all my classes with the same Paul Combs picture. It's a firefighter with a, a slice of pizza and this like chug a lug soda. And maybe he's a little bit larger looking in a mirror at this buff dude with a 35 pound dumbbell and like a Salad. smoothie in his it. hand, right? <laughs> I get it. And, and he's looking in that mirror and I ask people, I'm like, which one of these guys am I? And they always say, you know, you're that buff guy in the, in the mirror, Pip. And I'm not. I'm that other guy. You should always be chasing that, that better. Right. You should always be better than yesterday. Yeah. And you can do it, man. Oh, you I, do that and you can, and, and I, know I love, you can do it, I love like, that you just painted that picture because that picture not only is in physical fitness, but it's mental health. It's your job. It's your family. It's the firehouse. Like you should always strive yeah. to be better than yesterday. Right. Yep. Better version of yourself. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, yeah. when you think about that, like, I'm just, and, and you look at what Miranda said in the, in the quote that I had up before. Oh, before, I love it. Like, yeah. I was just thinking that before. Dude, that, 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 I spent, God, was it five days up there with these folks? And, and, and we've been working together on business projects and I've known her from the CrossFit community and everything. And, and she said that. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. And then she puts it out this morning. So I listened to Jocko's, Jocko Willing podcast on my way to teach this morning to kind of like fire me up to just be a better motivator. And he was saying things and on the way up and I'm like, I have to put that picture in my slide. I'm like, I don't even know where it's going to go in my presentation, but I have to do it. And there was a full class of people. And I'm like, guys, give me two more seconds. I'm adding a slide gotta, right gotta now. Put this in. I got to put this yeah. in. And when it came up, I'm like, this was the slide I put in. And they're all looking at it and like, it's amazing. And think about that. Like, just think about how it's better. I love it. And I think you're inspiring a lot of people. And I also think, though, that the message you just, I mean, you just you just brought it home for me. I mean, it's, no, and, but and I mean, no, I mean no, that. And you and I, you and I have chatted a lot about this, but tonight, sitting here for the last 10 minutes and really hearing your take on it, it's awesome. And, I mean, and it's inspiring. There's it really more, is. too. There's even more about when you talk about your why. Right. Right. And we talk about our why and, and there, there's all these motivational speakers out there. And, you know, I threw Jocko out there because right. I'm a I'm a disciple of Jocko. Like mm -hmm. I went to one, I went to his first thing for emergency services people and it was amazing. And I walked into the hotel and there he was. And I got him to FaceTime with my son because he listens to his kid podcast That's and he cool. reads his book. Dude, my son was blown away. Two yeah. weeks later, we went to his book signing and he remembered my son. That's nice. Cool. Like legit, cool, like kind of remembered me, like, I guess, because, you know. You weren't wearing a hat that I day. I wasn't wearing a hat that day. I was in the front row. I asked questions. We, but, like, he remembered yeah. my son. Like, I'm That's like, dude, you're the man. Yeah. Right? But you talk about that why concept. What's your why? Right. In the emergency services, we all share whys. You know, what's my why? The people that I swore to serve. 
You know, what's my other why? My, my extended family like you, you guys motivate the hell out of me. You know, listening to you and, and hearing you talk about this change. And once you get doing it, you're in, man. Right. The 555 family, right. those, those people that post hashtag 555, like they inspire me to work out. Yeah. My crew. I'm there for my crew. And, and last but certainly not least, my number one why is, is Tracy, Finn, and Declan, my, my, my boys and, and my wife. And I ask in my class, I'm like, why aren't they your why? Because how can you look them in the eye and say, my fitness let me down? I couldn't save Pip. Because I wasn't in good enough shape to put uh, on another listen, bottle, man, right? I mean, and I couldn't do it to your kids. And I, I don't even, you know, we don't even work together. I, I understand. But we all, I that, get it. that goes back to solid brothers. Doing, yep. That word brotherhood, man, I, I think until you came around, I really hated it. Like, I really was like, this is stupid because there's so much fakeness involved in it. And then you guys started actually calling it out, you know? And I don't know the guys from Zoo Crew. You know, but I see them hanging out with you guys, and I'm Those like, they must be blessed. cool people, like, because they have a lot of fun. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can, I can see it. You know, and I, I don't know where. Um, where what do we got? You're good. On? It just uh, shut down and went back on. Uh, oh, we've been live that long on my I, thing. But I think um, it's a big deal, right? It's a big deal because it's more than us, and that's what that captain from Texas wanted it to be. More than us. This guy's good. Huh? Yes, he is. We should have him on a little more. We should do like Pip's corner, right? Yeah. Like. Little pip in the corner, or you know, well, maybe dentist. maybe what we'll do is <laughs> it'll be like know. the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I'll yeah, just be in yeah. the corner. We're and now gonna have to show up. Everybody, we're gonna have to show up 15 minutes earlier now because we're gonna be lifting little weights before we come in. Listen, maybe we Why have not? to because I, like, because yeah. listen, and it's mean, the thing. It's it, the thing. It, it is, and the change, the amount of firefighters that are working out at work yeah. now, and amount of uh, the amount in a fire station. That are tagging us, you know, four or five people, guys, girls, big, small, little, the amount of organizations that are starting to try to change that culture, to try to share their information with you. I mean, look, firefighters always got a discount at a gym because we all like a discount, right? But did anybody in that gym care about you? No. But there are people out there now that care. Yeah. You know, look on social media, search hashtag firefighter fitness. Right. It's unreal. You know, the people that are it, People send to me like they're stealing your idea, and I'm like, dude, I still no, said it's spreading. Idea. It's spreading, and that's what you want. It, you it want spreads the word like wildfire, spread. right? Yep. And that's amazing, guys, girls. Um, we have a, a volunteer department, Galax, Virginia. That um, I have a great story from FDIC with with one of their mem- their chief and his wife. But you know, they do firefighter fitness on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and two trainers came in to help them. Their trainer had an, uh, a son with Down syndrome who wanted to be a firefighter. For his birthday, they wow. called it Tyson's best day ever. Yeah. And they made this amazing video. And I was fortunate enough to go to Galax because they did like a, a Ninja Warrior thing there and meet Tyson, who is the greatest kid ever. That's awesome. And now they have kids with Down syndrome coming into the firehouse to work out with firefighters with brute force sandbags. Neat. Just to be better than yesterday. Yep. And when we talk about brute force sandbags and the, the train accordingly lifestyle... That's what it is. It's that. And it's awesome. through social media, man. It's awesome. I'm going to You got to get those stories out there, brother. We do. We do for sure. And, and probably like 10 people watch this online, but I'm going to end it because we went crazy. That's true. Well, so why don't, why don't we get into yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Let's segue yeah, right into it. I mean, what, what's the relationship? How did, how did you get mixed up with Brute Force? And uh, give it a rundown, brother. So Brute Force Fitness and I were like dancing around each other. On social media, on like people saying like hook up with this guy, talk to this guy, and we were both at FRI at a firefighter fitness event that they were involved in and I was involved in. I met the owner, 
and started to kind of see what they were doing and, and, and talk to him a little bit and uh, tossed me a sandbag and he's like, play with it. Let me know what you think. We went out like we all do as firefighters at events and we, we drank a little more than we should probably, but he started telling me his business plan for brute force and where he saw it and how he saw it fitting in the fire service and his brother is a firefighter. Um, and I'm like, all right, cool, dude. See what happens. Uh, I promptly came back to Jersey with my brute force sandbag. It's a red bag. It's not that bag. Okay. But I have another red bag that looks just more beat up than that one. That's my yeah. original. Right. That's, that's my baby. Um, immediately, my wife and I went to the Jersey Shore on a vacation after I got back from FRI. Walked onto the beach at Cape May, and I started filling the bag. And she's like, is this legal? I'm like, I don't know. Who's going to stop us? Like a lifeguard? Like smuggling sand <laughs> right <laughs> off the beach. I have learned that in the state of New Jersey, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't we have some that. of the best sand around. Yeah, you can't steal it. Don't steal the sand. No, you borrowed it. I borrowed it. You put it back. He was bringing it back. back. I brought it back. But um, went to a a CrossFit gym on the the beach in Wildwood, on the pier in Wildwood. Uh, Jim Gorrell is the captain for the Wildwood Fire Department, runs this thing out there. He had already had brute force bags, and he's like, you're coming. I'm programming a brute force workout. And I'm like, perfect, dude. I just filled my bag to 75 pounds, the max limit. And he's like, cool. We're going to do this awesome workout. And I'm like, let's go. So this awesome workout in 75 pounds. Well, dude, that should be nothing. <laughs> no, but you weigh? Yeah, 131. Yeah. But that should be nothing. I was lifting 95 pounds like it was nothing. Right. So the workout was thrusters, muscle-ups, and running. My jam. My jam. Grab this sandbag, start going to work. Halfway through the workout, I took out the 25-pound filler. And went to 50 pounds. Yeah. Because that thing owned me. Well, that's because yeah. it's Jersey sand. It's because it's Jersey sand. It's right. heavier and stronger than yeah. all the other sand. Clearly, of course. Clearly. Clearly. That was it. it. had nothing to do with me. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. And it doesn't pour its own gas. Not at all. Because, you know, we pump our fist, not our gas. <laughs> after that workout, after, after that workout humbled me, I called the owner, Justin, and I'm like, I'm in. I'm like, what do you need, bro? Th- these things are amazing. And a whole new bromance started. Yeah. And, you know, they started supporting 555. We started putting them in our grant. I started talking them up and using them more. And that was four years ago now. And they have been the most supportive company of 555 Fitness since the, since, since the beginning. Like, yeah. for, for the longest time, I should say. With product, with hooking firefighters up, with, you know, somebody has an event They'll take care of them uh, to the point now that I, I work for brute force training. Like it's not a, a secret anymore. Right. I'm their head of the emergency services division because um, we deal with military, fire, EMS, LEO. I left the cops last because you know it's just force okay. you're not any feelings here. Yeah, but it's amazing what that little bag of sand can do. It's a safe way to work out. You know, today in my class, I showed everybody 50 pounds in that bag. I threw it down on my feet. Imagine if that was a 50-pound dumbbell. Right. What do we call that in the fire service? Dr. Summeroff. Right? Dr. Summeroff. Right? That's what you get, and you just got hurt at work. It's a safe way to work out. It's functional. And when we lift tools and things, this is gonna, Jeremy's going to make a video about this. We are. Definitely. We are. What about all the odd objects we lift? Yeah. That is an odd object. It's unstable because the sand is shifting as you're moving. It's just amazing. So when you sent it to me, filled it up, messed around with it, did a couple of the exercises off the app, right? Checked it out, and um, what I what I liked about it, and I think what what really supports what you were talking about before, is very much that it's a very simple thing. 
It's not a gym setup. It's not a universal. It's not a set of barbells. It's none of that, right? It's a bag of sand. And there's so many things you could do. And it's app-based driven, right? So we have an app. So Brute Force um, has an app that you can go on. And uh, they give you the exercises, timed, not timed. There's all different things you can do, different programs based upon your skill set also. But I love the fact that you could take that anywhere, yeah. right? You throw it in the back of your car, throw it in the back of your truck. You want to do... And that's why, like, I think, and, and just what you were getting at before, you know, take 15, 20 minutes out of your day. It's all you need. And exercise, exercises with this, I mean, yeah, man. It, well, plus, if you're in the East Coast and we get snow every once in a while, this is good for the back tires, too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> down, right? See, it's what he's talking about. That's why he's on. We'll be here all week, try the veal. Try it. Absolutely. <laughs> But right. I will say it, so, it, it does. It, I mean, it, it really is a valuable piece of workout equipment, and it's a bag. It's unreal. It's a bag yeah. of sand. Right. Right. We sent it empty, so you have to get your own sand. Number That's one hilarious. question on Bruce yeah, first training. I, I bet. My bag came. Where's, where's the, the sand? Where's the sand? You mean you're not shipping me a 75-pound yeah. bag of sand? You, you paid $4 shipping. Right. Yeah. Did you think you right. were getting a 75-pound yeah, exactly. item there? Exactly. You know, when the, when the, the, uh, the Amazon guy chucked it from the car, <laughs> and it came in this little bag, did yeah. you think, like, what? I'm sorry. You can go to Home Depot or Lowe's. Sorry. Either way, I'm not going to be. No one. If you want to support us, though, www.555fitness.com. Email me, Lowe's or Home Depot. Check them out. That. Check that out. $5, 50 pounds. Right. Tell me where you can get a 50-pound weight for $5. I agree. Not even on, right. on Craigslist Marketplace, no. Facebook Marketplace, none of that stuff. Right? So you fill it up yourself to your weight, and it's something. So we've talked about barriers to fitness, right? Remember I said barriers? Huge barriers for firefighters is ego. So ego, that thing that we are, we're hard charging. No doubt. We're type A's, right? Let's look at a barbell. Let's look at a barbell back squat. My, my PR for back squatting at 132 would be 330 pounds. Mm. You can see all that weight on a barbell. That's right. So a guy comes into a firehouse gym and sees all that weight on the back, even though I'm doing it one time. You know what he pretty much does? Shuts down. Turns around, shuts yeah. down, walks right. back out. Yeah. How do you know how much weight's in that sandbag? You don't. You don't, right? You load it to your level because I don't care. 30 pounds of sand. When we, when we do programs with Brute Force, we put 30 pounds of sand in the bag. And, 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 and you know what? I get, I get it, though, in the beginning of class. Bro, bro, man, 30 pounds of sand, man. I, I need more than that. Yeah. I'm like, you don't need more than that. Yeah, talk, talk to, to me, me in eight minutes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, trust me. I was, I was right? like, oh, yeah, this is what we'll the up. Man, it's so, it's so nice. I, I play with it, it with my kids. I think the other thing, too, that should be discussed is the awkwardness of it. Yeah. Unstable well, moves, right? Yeah, yeah. Moves, and it yeah. adds to your balance of how you. Sure. That's the one thing I recognize when I was messing with things. It. It's, right. And so yeah, your right. trigger as you're moving, yep. that's right. Is you stabilizing and using right. accessory muscles, yeah. right? That you don't even know you use, yeah. right? Right. And we use them in the fire service. You know, you know, I, I, I've, I've rescued some folks too, and I've had some grabs. The most awkward thing in the world oh, is, is carrying a person out of a fire. Right. The, the first, the first one I was involved in, they thought we were bringing out a couch because we were really close to the door. And the lieutenant I was with didn't make a radio call that we had a victim because it was just kind of like, right there. it was right there go. and we're going. Grab and, go. and all of a sudden it was like, get the F out of the way. And we're coming out and somebody's like, dude, I thought you were bringing the couch out. <laughs> like, no, that was a, yep. no, when, yep. we, when, we, when, we, when we gently laid the victim down that's on the right. porch, because yeah, that's how we did it. Right. It was not a couch, it was a victim. Like, get EMS yeah. here quick. But think about it, that's what yeah. moves. Sure. And I, I stole a move from a guy 
who I'm watching Facebook one night, and this guy, I, I honestly can't remember his name, but he showed a video about search. And he's like, what do you do if you find a toddler in a fire? And I'm like, dude, man, you, you get like Kurt Russell in backdraft, and you hold him, and you come running out, and the blaze is behind yeah, right. you, like, coat open, like, right? Isn't that what you do? And you don't have a mask on. You don't have a mask on. You got to take it off for the picture, and you're, <laughs> your shirt's blazing out there. That's right. Right? But no, he's like, here's what you do. You, know, you, you put him on one leg, yep. and you wrap an arm underneath him, and you post out with your hand, and you step out. And I'm like watching this, and I'm like, I could do that with a sandbag. And I did. And I got in touch with a guy online, and I'm like, bro, I just made some videos. I want to send them to you. Can I repost this? I'm going to give you credit. And I totally gave him credit, but we reposted it on Brute Force. I grabbed my kids. I'm like, Ben, come here. Let's do it. Come on. And they're like, so cool. cool. And then we did it with a sandbag. And it's a move that directly correlates to that rescue. Right. You know, grab a toddler, 30 pounds, across your leg. You know, I'm like, this is unbelievable what you can do with this thing. And it doesn't stop. The possibilities are endless. Right. So right. I love it, man. I, I love it. Talk about your grant. Oh, the grant's a big deal for yeah. 555 because Brute Force is involved in that. So, so like I said, we, we said, hey, let's give fitness equipment away. I'm very humbled and proud to say that, that in the six years, we've given away, I don't have the exact stats, but I want to say $58,000 wow. worth of fitness equipment. That's, That's great. Gonna, there's awesome. some, some, some dumb firemen some t-shirts, a free app, and now corporate sponsorship. You know, thanks to people like Dingus Fire, um, MSA, Firefighter Connect. They've donated money for us to give fitness equipment away just this year alone. Wow. Uh, we, we partnered with another apparel company called Born Primitive. They've given over $30,000. That's fantastic. That, awesome. that they've been able to do that, and we've been able to turn that into to fitness equipment. So anyone can apply. Applications are open right now. 555fitness.org for only volunteer departments. This um, month. Till this June, month, till June, June 15th. 15th right. June 15th, yep. We decided this year to do it quarterly again right? Um, and kind of hone in on the marketplace because, as you know for sure, social media is a very different place than it was six years ago. No doubt. And we need to target our audience. Um, but the thing is, is they want us to pay to target our audience. And I don't want to use someone's dollars to pay to target yeah. an audience. Right. I mean, I hate it. Even the corporate dollars that come in, they, they, they're saying, like, do what you want with this, Pip. I, I can't I can't fathom paying for there's, advertising. Right. Like, I just There's better places. There's better ways money. to do it. You know, to right. have you saying it, to have a platform. Yep. I agree. You know, we have loads. Ryan Pennington has been, right. I mean, he's a five, five, five fitness, Pip. Right. That's my, my, my that voice. That's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know? Jeremy! Jeremy, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Yo, country roads. Yeah. I'm like, don't sing the song, please. That's right. But, you that's know, awesome. people like him, people like Chief Miller, AJ from Fork and Hose, you know, they're putting it out there. We're all sharing the mission. Jason from Fire Department Chronicles has done some really... Horrible workout <laughs> videos. Ah, that's great. Where he mentions 555 in there, and I, I am immediately my phone blows up with like, bro, you want me to go fight him? I'm yeah. like, no, I don't want to go fight him. He's my friend. Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Like, I'm going to baseball bat him in the head when I see him. I'm like, no, you're not. That's great. That. Right? But so, so, so through that, you know, we target these people, and anyone can win the grant. You know, we want to hear your story. Right. And, and part of the grant is your story about what you're doing for fitness, and how having equipment so will what, do that. So what do you need to apply? I mean, how do you go through your application process? Pretty easy. You, you, you go online, you fill out the application, and you submit it. There's nothing complicated. Okay. We ask for some pictures, you yep. know, pictures of your current fitness equipment. 
And, and your and your fat people? No, no, no we don't <laughs> go that far. Wow. We have gotten some things like that of the out of shape people, let's say, working out, of course. Uh-huh. But more of it is about what you're doing now with nothing, and how this fitness equipment can help culture. Because we've seen a lot of people who submitted grants, and literally it starts out like, with this equipment, with this equipment, we will begin. No, 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 no. Right, you want something already You don't started, need equipment. And you need, right. you know, you need we're doing this. We, people we, to motivate. We got, a, we got a picture once, and I'm really disappointed that they didn't win. I don't pick the winners. We, we take white names and locations off, and we give it to an independent panel of judges. Maybe if you get your stuff together, you could be a judge for us, but you got to commit. Right. You got to get over those barriers. Right. I'm, right. That's going to be a challenge. All right. That's a good, right? Because we need challenges in life. I, I like challenges. I Absolutely. agree. You know, like I, I, yep. I like people to challenge. Or you I've get been, stuck in a rut. It's, a, it's important it. to set goals. It's important to challenge yourself every yep. single day. There's I am no challenged doubt. in a workout every day. Right. I don't do all those challenges. I get it. I would probably die if I did I get every it. workout that I've been I challenged get it. in. But so we wipe the names and locations off. Independent panel of judges picks a winner. So it's not like, oh, you're Pip's boy. You, you, yeah. you, you bought him beer at yeah, FDIC. No idea. Right. no idea who wins. Um, but we got one one time, and I was really sad they didn't win. They were using cases of Gatorade as their, like, rack for bench press. Is that right? So when they came down, the weights would rest on a case of, cases of Gatorade and then wow. lift it back up. Wow. And I'm like, these guys should win. But they didn't. Yeah, but, 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 but what an incredible culture they have, right? Yep. They care that much and they value fitness that much that they're going to find a way to do it. Yep. Now, I've also gotten pictures of like Globo gyms in firehouses, like $20,000 gyms. And they're like, no one uses this. Yep. Wow. The people bought the wrong stuff. We don't want treadmills and ellipticals and this and that. We want brute force sandbags and assault bikes and, and uh, crossover symmetry systems and jump ropes. Um, so I'm really proud of our winners because they're out there doing it. Yeah. And to be dead honest, most of them have already been tagging us for a while. Sure. And it has nothing to do with us picking it. Again, sure. you know, we, we, we pick our favorites, but someone else picks the winner. Yeah. Like from outside of the organization. But it's so, culture. I mean, yeah. I mentioned that before. It's culture. If you have right now, the it's for open enrollment for volunteer services. And so if you have a culture in your firehouse where fitness is a priority... <clears throat> You're going to find a way to do that. Yep. You're going to find a way to instill those values into your guys in the firehouse to work out and find ways to perform. And I think that's fantastic. I really do. And I think that just goes back and harps on what we were talking about before with even myself. Don't make excuses. Build culture. Do something. Find a way to do it. Find do a way something. to do it. Get around those barriers. Mm-hmm. Again, the roadblocks and barriers. Right. 90% of the things are barriers. Right. Yeah. You know, those roadblocks are few and far between because I know people who are amputees who work out every day. Sure. Who have yep. higher numbers than most people, if you want to go with the numbers game, than most people. I know people who have one arm that clean or that do double unders right. with one arm. You know what I mean? Like, you see that. That's a roadblock. Yep. And they got around it. Yep. They're... I have a friend who was paralyzed because of fitness, and he's still working out. And he makes you do wall balls seated. Like, he has to do really? that, and it's the worst. I, Kevin Ogar, <laughs> you're not watching this, but if you know Kevin, follow Kevin Ogar, CrossFit Watchtower. Dude is amazing. Wow. Um, just when you talk about that, like, you know, roadblock, right. he gets around it, man. And uh, he's an inspiring. awesome dude to hang out That's with. Inspiring. He inspires me. Yeah. But the grant can be for anyone. Good. And that's what I love about it, and I love reading them. And we have legitimately over a thousand applications. Wow, and I wish, that's fantastic. I wish I could give fitness equipment to all of them. 
But it comes down to the mighty dollar. Yep. You know, like every, people are like, why don't one of these companies just give you equipment, Pip? You're 555 Fitness. And I'm like, because that equipment costs them money. Yeah. You know, like there's, we do get donations from companies like Brute Force or Crossover Symmetry and Assault Fitness, you know, our, our main supporters, but they can't do it every time. And I can't ask them to do it every right. time. It's not right to do right. that. Um, now, what's cool is because of people like MSA Globe, now fire service companies. Yeah, big boys. Are like big dogs, you know. At FDIC, we had a, a $10,000 check from MSA Global. That's fantastic. And we were able to do something special. With the that. amount of good that you can do with money we, like that. And is, we did. Right. We went, we turned it right into money to someone who didn't win our grant, but we just really felt like they needed it. They lost everything except well, for one story, piece of right. apparatus for a tornado. Wow. And their name is totally out of my head. I got to look it up real quick as we get into it. But like, they lost everything in the station last year so you lose everything in your station and of course everyone's going to step up right the town's going to step up citizens are going to step up big charities are going to come in or whatever you want right. to say national right. fire radio is going to be like we're buying you hose or whatever you guys can do with all your your money's there oh right? yeah <laughs> You're, i'm running i'm running a telethon. Yeah. rolling it yeah. i'm earning i'm running a telethon for these people but guess what nobody buys them what? their fitness equipment Right? Nobody's thinking about that. And they're not thinking about that. They need turnout right. gear. They need rigs. They yep. need axes, halligans, gas meters, ticks. They need that stuff. And in the grant, the chief wrote that when we, we, we've been blessed. And getting in this fitness equipment would be the last piece of the puzzle to getting us back to our family awesome. lifestyle. And when I told this to MSA, they were like, do it. And we were actually, we actually gave them, it's the only one who's gotten an assault air runner because I had some extra dollars to spend we gave them an air runner with that. And they just got everything, so we're starting to plan on rolling that all out and seeing them using it, but it was so cool. That is yeah. fantastic. Like, and, and when I think about 555 with that, with that captain in Texas, to think, here we are six years, and now this yep. big dog is saying, yep. these guys are doing good. We want to help them. Because, yeah, they make turnout gear and air packs and all this safety equipment, but they care about you who's wearing it. Same thing with Zoll Medical Monitoring. They're one of our huge supporters. We were able to give a fitness equipment grant to an EMS department because of them. Because they make these awesome products, but they care about the people using them. It's awesome. And that's where we come into play, right? And that's something that, again, two dudes who like to lift things up and put them down, never. Never in a million years. <laughs> it's because you're doing the right thing. And right? I think... For um, the right reason, I'm And I'm excited for you guys because I think um, in the short time that you have put in to where you know where you started to where you are today i can only imagine in six years from now you know where you are right I mean, it's scary I, I just i think it's awesome and I, I just you know we've been going quite a long time and i mean we can go for all night but what i want to talk about too is where are we headed like where's 555 headed you know i, I mean, wish i knew I, yeah i mean I, I mean i wish i knew because right. we don't know right? right there's no you know it's like there's no roadmap. Right. i just keep we i we we just keep making the roadmap as we go you know, I'd love to, all these people are like, come here, go there. You got to go to this show. Are you coming to this show? Or you, we, we, before this started, we talked about three shows that you're like, are you yeah, going there? Yeah. You're going there? You go, right. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I wish I could be at every one of these things. You know, I wish we could be at every one of these right. things. They do all cost dollars. I do have a bottom line. You know, I do have to keep the money going in the right direction. Um, so I don't know. Who knows? You know, and, and. Do I ever think, and this is a, good, this is a question that I ask myself and, and people do ask me, will we ever accomplish the goal? You know, the leading killer of deaths in the fire service not being cardiac related. 
I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see that. Yeah. But no matter what, we're not going anywhere. No. Even if we accomplish that goal, then let's continue to do it because the goal would be zero. Right. It's not possible because, you know, things are going to happen no sure. matter what. But if we can get what we're doing continuing, this conversation between us. Took a yeah. long time for people not to be smoking cigarettes outside of FTIC. Sure. Took a long time yep. for people to understand the value of water. Yeah. Right? We hit on these things tonight, right? You mentioned this. It's been a long time for people to realize that just 20 minutes of exercise daily would make a world of difference. I think where we're headed and what you're spearheading in being a, you know, being a leader in this field is huge. And I think where you guys are headed is nothing but up and great things to come. I've seen your group. I've seen the support you have for each other. Um, They're knuckleheads at the end of the day. Yeah, but that's the best part about it. It is, isn't it? Right? I, love I mean, it. because I love you don't. It, you don't lose the mission. You don't lose the core values of your group when you surround yourself with the people that are in it for the right reasons. Yep. And I think as you guys grow, you're going to find partnerships. We talked about it the other day where we were like, you know, you got to find the right people that yeah, believe some, in your cause and your mission. And there's been some along the way that haven't worked out. Of course. And that's yep. it. And you're going to have that. And you have right. to understand that. It's, yep. it's just growing like this, pains. Yeah. The guys but that it's are like, so important to believe in your core values of who you are and the mission you have in front of you. And sometimes you got to say no. Yeah. Sometimes you got to walk away. Yeah. Right. It's and, hard. It's right. very hard. To but walk away. it only comes when you have a vision. And when it's bigger than all of us, and when it's bigger for 555 Pip, and it's bigger than you and your crew, because you realize the value of what you guys are doing is so much bigger than the core guys that are running that, the core group of people, you win. That's it. That's it. It's that it, simple. It, it is. And, and right. I think even if we stopped posting tomorrow, you'd still see hashtag 555 fitness getting used. Sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I, it would just be something. And there would be like, I'm doing this. Like, if I was to say, like, I'm done, like, it's gone, I would probably, like, get 10 posts saying, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like that, it's, it's, it's like that, if not who me type theory. My man, it's things, a movement. Right? It's right? a movement. There are people out there. there. There's, all right, ready for some leaks? Do it. So, we're, we're not just national. We're international. Oh. There you go. There may be some talks with someone in a, another country who's willing to step up and we're looking into how it works in, in said country. I'm not going to tell you which one it is, but it's a pretty big one. It's awesome. trying to do it there. And who I've been friends with for a while and kind of asked me like, can I do this? And I'm like, sure. Can you do this? Like, yeah, and he's like, what do you know about how to do this? And right. I'm like, nothing. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anything doing it here. And I learned, I'm like, so, so he's looking into this, but it's one of those things. Like, if not who me, and I kind of wonder for my own journey with what I have going on and different things, like how much longer am I going to stay at the helm of this? Because it's going to get to a point where I'm not going to be the best person for it anymore. You know, just like that captain from Texas realized he wasn't the best person for it. Right. There's going to be a day where it's going to not be me anymore. And just like he's still involved, I'll still always want to be involved. And the person I give it to will be given the same rules he gave me. And probably a few extras, a couple add-ins there that I've, that I've learned along <laughs> the way, right? But they're going to take it places I never thought. And it's unreal. Like, to think that I'm a part of that yeah. is, it is... Listen, man. It's, it's just, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, I, I agree. And I, and I hope, you know, I, I think what you guys are doing is just so positive and so good. 
And I think, again, that goes to that common mission. When you realize that it's bigger than you and it's time to let it go, and you've crafted, you put your time in, and now it's, it could be even bigger and better to influence and impact the fire service. Huh? The fire service right now is so impressionable. So impressionable. And I think, you know, there's... Do, do you think it, though, but here, here's a question ahead. on that. Do you think yeah. it's always been impressionable? It just has, on a different scale. But it's just Yeah, but easier, it was always beaten down. But New impressions were beaten down. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, but, but hold on, though, right? So, we, I mean, this is a... We're both social media platforms, yeah. right? It's really an interesting conversation to have. And when I say impressionable, it's easier now more than ever to get the word out. We talked about it before. Yeah. Five 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 is organic. You guys started from the ground up. You didn't go to the top and work your way down like we used to in traditional fire service. Yep. Hey, new kid, shut up and sit down. The senior man of 32 years in the house is going to tell you how it is. And until you have 14 years in here, you don't get to speak, right? It's I, not so much like that, that way anymore. Mentality. And I don't know if that's better or worse, but it's different. It's different. But it's when we different. bury our head in the sand and we pretend that things haven't changed is when we're going to lose. <clears throat> When you have the ability to get messages out like the importance of 555 and the importance of mental health and physical fitness, now more than ever, you can do that through social media. Yeah. So influencing and what you guys do wouldn't have worked 10 years ago, wouldn't have worked 20 years ago. You wouldn't have right. been able to do it. I don't right. Know. Yep. Right. And so for the me, you know, we sit here and we talk about the influence of social media and we talk about the impressionability of especially the younger generations. This is what they know. They know the guy with the mohawk from 555. And they know your crew, right? Because if they're into fitness and they're following you, something's going to inspire them on, their, on, on your page, right? It's a good one, right? right? Yeah. So normally, like, we'd travel. And in the beginning, you know, everybody knew me. They knew Ava. Like, they knew, they knew us. We were the faces. A few shows ago, and I can't tell you exactly one, one, one of my people came up, and they were, like, one of the 555 people. And they are like, bro, all these people keep coming up, and they know me. And I'm like, yeah, they know you because they follow you just like they follow me. That's right. This yep. is more than me. And it's funny that you talk about getting that message out because in the beginning with social media, we were like, we're going after the kids. You know, like 555 is going to get the young, impressionable social media firefighters out there. You know, if we put out this fire porn, they're going to see it and be like, oh, I have to be in shape. I'll do it. Very rapidly. And by very rapidly, I mean like into year two and three, we started noticing that our followership wasn't always just the young kids anymore. The age was creeping up. The age was creeping up. Without a doubt. And that 40 to 50 year old demographic, yeah. which was actually ours, mine and his to the point, they were the ones that were really, for lack of a better term, drinking the Kool-Aid and interacting and talking about it. And then you had that senior man wearing the 555 shirt and the kid being like, yeah. Yep. You know them? How awesome is How that? How do you know them? And, and it's Crazy, and I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you why. In my world, I think it works. Older guys put more value in social media content, and they only follow the stuff that they get some value out of. Younger guys will like twelve hundred pages on Instagram and just scroll through, but they don't take a lot of value out of it. No, right? they don't take the mission out of it. Right. Yep. Whereas older, and, and the way social media works is you look at, you know, Facebook, right? Facebook was young and now it's old, right? Facebook usership now is 40 to 75, not 20 to 40, right? Then it went to Instagram and then Twitter was mixed in between. And so at Instagram, as Instagram is becoming more senior in the social media platforms, you're getting more and more older generations to start following it, right? Yep. You're starting to get your 50, 60 year olds on Instagram. 
But older people typically will digest and follow things that they want to follow and not follow the nonsense and the noise. Whereas the younger generations are just like, oh, that's cool. Like, yep. like, like it's that instant Double gratification click. Click. thing, right? Yeah. Yep. And so, and there's nothing wrong with that. So then to have your page in social media, then you have to work three times as hard to really educate and put out a good message so that people want to digest. The one thing that I'm super proud of, we haven't had, we've had good, we've had great growth. I mean, I'm very thankful for where we are and, and how we're growing, but every single piece of content we put out is ours. Everything we do is based upon our platform. And so that is a tremendous amount of work yeah. to be able to put out. Nobody gets that. Nobody gets that work, But I look at the value, when I look at the interaction and the value we get out of our followers that actually digest our content, and I look at the value of likes, shares, page saves, versus just somebody scrolling through and double tapping and scrolling through, we get the interaction. Because when you have good content, and I like to think that we put out quality content and we're not just reposting or doing any of that, we're gonna win. Yeah. And, and I think you guys do very much the same thing. You have a very narrow, core-minded message. And when you stay in your lane and you do what you're best at, you're gonna win. Plain and simple. Yes. Stay right? in your lane is good advice. Without a doubt. Because there's some folks out there that like to shift lanes. Without a doubt. And then shift and, lanes again. And so, and and so be it, right? Yeah, you do what so you want, man. You do you. That's, that's, that's right. It's not going to work. But, and so yeah. comparing that to this, to brute force training, right? Right. We make a sandbag. Make sand balls too, brute balls, invest in things. and But we have a lifestyle. Right. Right? The train accordingly lifestyle. And if you go on brute force's social media, it's not about selling you that bag. It's about selling you on the lifestyle of train accordingly. And what does it mean to you? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? It means different to all of us. Absolutely. Right? But we all do it with this little sandbag. Yeah. And something when you talk about being inspired, go look at that page, man. Oh, look yeah. at what we're doing with that and yeah. seeing all the different people out there. <laughs> I, I mean, you see. Brother, I, 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 you were just out there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so just I kind of followed. I was like, because that's when you sent me the bag. And I was like, you know, it's cool. I'm going to get into this. And I was looking at it, and you want to talk about, like, coming away from that going, like, wow, it's time to kick myself in the ass. Like, it's amazing. It's inspiring. Yeah. And you see, too, it's interesting, this family, family, family uh -oh. text of, yeah, like, roll that over. my wife was going away tonight, and she just wrote, made it to Great Wolf, so I guess they stopped at the water park. Oh, perfect. <laughs> nice. I didn't know that was happening tonight, nor did my boys. He's but jealous, right? Yeah, like, oh, I'm, man, I'm, I'm, now really, I'm here with you guys. I was like, like they're, been... they're on water slides, man. What's up that's, with that? But, that's funny. But no, but that is totally it, right? We're, like, going, going back to that. Like, it's the lifestyle. It's that change. It's that, you know, we were out there, and I... I to me, that's more than a bag of sand. Obviously, that's my blood, sweat, and tears now, just right. like 555 is. But like, seeing the lives we can change with that little bag of sand is unreal. You know, and, and granted, it's a product. And, and you know, in fitness world, you have to put product first because that's what people think. But our mission, you know, right now we just, today, we launched the Brute Force Mile, and it's the benefit team Red, White, and Blue, which is another not-for-profit 501c3 that helps veterans reaculate to the world when they come back. Awesome. And I'm so stoked to be doing this with them yeah. because they're just awesome people. You know, I, I've had a couple Zoom calls with them and talking to them, and they're like, just like us. You know, yeah. they're so passionate about their mission. Right. And, you know, one of my big regrets in life is not going in and doing military service. Probably should have done it, but I was kind of a mama's boy and didn't want to leave home. I get it. But when I look back and to be able to support them with this and to know that brute force is supporting them, it's great. 
Yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's do it together. You know, July it. 2nd, we're going to do it in New Jersey on the beach. Let's do it. No, you got to check your schedule. Don't, don't say that on this Jeez. show. You just said it. And then if you're not there. No, I mean, like, let's do it. Like, I, that's exciting for me. I want to know more about it. And um, let's you go. Sure? You sure you want to do more about it? I, I do. It's a, it's a one mile burden carry with a brute force twist. Some, some mini workouts in the middle there. I happen to know what they are. <laughs> oh, good. Maybe I, I just happen to part of being making them, but we're not going to tell you that until June 24th. I get it. You know, you just sign up. It's a Listen, my man, you group. are doing awesome things. Thank and you. It's, it's you and your crew, and it's 555, and it's brute force, and it's just the mission of spreading the word about how important physical fitness is. Oh, and I can't thank you enough for that. You know, and, and again, we can sit here and play this thank you game all night, but your platform to have me on board, to have everybody come on and, and just spread the word. That's yeah. it. You know, that is yep. the definition of solid brothers <laughs> doing solid I mean, things, it's just, right? So it is, it's so simply stupid, but that's it. Yep. You this, know, pass the ego aside, pass the how many followers you have, how many followers I have, all that, that, that BS that's out there, that head noise. This is it. You know, it's yeah. funny because you, you talked about being inspired <clears throat> and you went to brute force and it's a lifestyle and you see these people and they inspire you. I get very much inspired. I know the guys do too. We talk about this all the time when we have <laughs> so many doors open for us and we go in to see different fire departments and we're so inspired by the culture and tradition that roll out of some of these firehouses and how they do it and how they've been doing it for years and how they groom and shape the next generation. Like we come away with that and I wish everybody, just like you wish everybody could experience what you experienced at Brute Force, I wish everybody in the fire service could experience um, that feeling seeing somebody else and how they do it there and how well it works. And so where I guess how to sum this up very much is simply this. When you stay in your lane and you know what you're doing and you know what drives you and inspires you, then it's our job, it's our obligation to put that out there and try to put that out there and instill other people to sign on. Totally. I love it. And it's so easy to do. It is. You don't even need a sign-up page. You know what I mean? Like people think people are like that. Like how how do I sign, how do I... Big question. How do I join 555 Fitness? Right. And I'm like, you live the life. I love it. Use hashtag 555 yeah. Fitness. Brother, Easy. listen, we could go all night. We've okay, been going like been two while. hours. I know. Um, and it's really hot in here. But I, it's not that bad, is it? I feel like I'm sweating like crazy. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. I mean, well, I the fan's blowing right on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so you set up a fan <laughs> to blow on you. And I'm over here withering away to nothing, like sweating away, because I'm like, where is this fan they speak of? I don't feel it at all. You know That's what I love? They treat we, the guest here. We, um, they treat the guest. We went almost two hours, and we talked 20 minutes about you, and then an hour and 40 about mission that's it because yeah. it's mission first that's man. what i'm it's that's not my point. me that's what i'm saying it's it's back to i gotta read it again you know I I, I, yeah i, I don't want to get it wrong out, right quote, we'll close it out on, on miranda awesome. miranda's quote man miranda and julian street parking you know look them up online reach out to me i have to say these things now right because it's what you yeah, do, do at 555 pip on instagram um i'm robert paparo on facebook but i have 836 unanswered Facebook requests because it's just like people yeah. just hit you up all the time and a scary thing How about this. We can add this to there's another Robert Paparo on Facebook. Oh boy. That poor guy. Wait, yeah. wait, it gets worse. He is a firefighter paramedic in Saratoga Springs. Really? Who works the same 24 hour 72 shift day I do, who happens to be vertically challenged, is married to a PA, does CrossFit and likes late 90s ska and punk music. We've yet to meet, but we are Facebook friends. How, we, how do you how have you wow. not met? Like I don't we even were, understand. He that. was right by my house. He taught at all hands. 
two weeks ago, we didn't tell me about it till the night before. And I'm like, bro, I can't get down there. I, I, like, that's ridiculous. crazy. Proper. So make sure if you're going to friend me on Facebook, I may not accept it, but make sure you find the right guy because he found me. And he's like, bro, people keep messaging me thinking. I'm so new. do me a favor. When you, when you guys get together, let's do it right here in the studio. Yeah. Like, we'll get you want to do it, Rob? Yeah. Rob, I would you want to do it? Like, I would he he can him. come down Saratoga Springs. I know. It's like a middle, middle right. of the road. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll do it right here. Can we play like... We could do whatever we like, want. Like Endless Love or something. Or we like could, some kind of like good, like <laughs> like a slow run. A like Sandy Beach slow, where you guys slow are it down. Like, right? like Sandy could work his magic back it. there. Yeah, like you guys could like slowly lift your bags over your heads and like, and you, you know. Just hit. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Oh, awesome. But before you're done, because you're a Jersey guy, is it... Uh, Pork roll? Are we gonna do this no, now? It is. Are we gonna do it's this? Yeah, South Jersey. pork roll. It is, I'm not South Jersey. Why would you even Central up New Jersey? We, we well 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 we did. I don't yeah, think it's not yeah, captured. That was, that was all captured on video. We had leather around somebody, and everything. Somebody, and, and the hard drive crash. Somebody lost that fight. Yeah. Right. But it is pork roll. Okay. Central Jersey exists, <laughs> and it is the best part of New Jersey there is. Yeah, Taylor, there's no way I'm gonna Taylor, you know Taylor Ham who's, people. Who's gonna lose Taylor a follower Hamm. with that? It's pork oh. roll. It's Central Jersey. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to end on that. What I want to end yeah, on very, yeah, what I want to end on yeah. very simply is the importance of five five five. Pip, thanks for joining us, brother. I like truly cannot you, thank you enough for being here. You lead us out with it, man. I will. I'm gonna. Cool. I'm gonna leave oh, that right? because. All the links will be on the bottom for all these things. Let's just do that. But I stopped trying to impress people and started trying to help people. And I think at the end of the day, it's absolutely what it's all about. It's amazing, yeah. dude. Yeah, it it's is. Amazing. Pep, thanks for joining us, brother. You surround yourself great. with good people. You guys put out a good product. And you're making this fire service better every single day. And I thank you enough. I can't thank you enough. I mean, you're just doing the right thank thing. Thank you. And, I just uh, keep saying thank you to you. Yeah, like, I cool. say thank you a lot. I actually have a blog. If so you read my blog, gonna, I say thank you a lot. We're gonna um, we're gonna cut out of this, and I'm sure we're gonna go for a couple more hours here. Um, <laughs> Rob, Rob's not here tonight. Where's Rob? Uh, Rob, I think is was he scared. Uh, you know, he scared that we were gonna work out. Been taking up a lot of his time lately, off. and so on. So you know, he's uh, he needed a he night off. But now, every once in a while, the the, the uh, you know the the wolf pack's got to split. The wolf pack's got to oh, split. I can't do that, man. I know it's tough, but no, Rob's actually. I think he's working. I think he's in a firehouse tonight, but. Um, <laughs> Oh, Ooh, they caught a job. Oh, job a job, huh? Yeah. Check it out. Calling the jobs. So. Oh, two jo it's on his Instagram. Yeah, right, yeah. So really, yeah. he caught a job. Yeah, right. Like, if it's on, okay, All put right. it out there the, on Instagram. Let's move on. No, 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 no. If you put it on your Instagram, it wasn't a job that you worked at. Because you didn't have time to make that happen. Right? Plain and simple. Anyway, I, listen, I, I, Did I end it on that? I ended way it on to that. go, Seb. Read the quote again. Yeah. Read the quote again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out with the quote from Moran. All right, guys. Listen, with Jeremy, Tucker, as always, and Pip. Thank you, brother. 555 Fitness. I stopped trying to impress people and started trying to help people. You know what? Take that with you this weekend. Live it because it's good words to live by. Jeremy, National Fire Radio. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for checking us out. 555 Fitness. My man, Pip. Thank you, brother. No problem. Take care. Love you guys.